procedure. Stay We're back. Once again, I don't know why the fuck we're doing this, but we're doing it. Here we are. Uh, we are back again for the random podcast to be named later. Let me verify quickly that that is the name of the show. Please hold. While I do this, as a random podcast to be named later. Yes, that's it. We did it, guys. I named it correctly right off the bat. I feel like me or Danny should also know this. But Anyway. Yeah, you do know this, though. I mean, Danny listens back to the podcast every week. Keith, I don't expect you to. At it's least fine. 10 minutes of it. At least 10 minutes at of least. it. That's great. <laughs> he can make it through at least 10 minutes. Uh, so as you just heard, my two co-hosts, to my left, we have uh, Ellis Fitzpatrick. Good Rick, fucking morning. Rick Ellis. Uh, what was your other name you had? Ellis Fitzpatrick. Ellis Fitzpatrick. Noah Rick Thompson. Ellis. Noah Thompson is the one I was looking for. Yes. yes. Uh, to my right is he's... Always been Robert Hall, other than the one time he was... Robert Holmes. Robert Holmes, and Justin was Justin Holmes. Yes. So, uh, the reason we're bringing this up and talking about this is because right before we started this podcast, we watched uh, Brad, <laughs> since Brad is listening, this is kind of in, uh, so interesting to him, uh, we found an old NGWA uh, highlight video on Daily Motion. NGWA Wrestling, if you search it, it is the top search, and it was made by Brad a long time ago. I don't know why the fuck that's so funny, but it is. It, it, it was really terrible. It was when we first started. Uh, it was in a ring that was not a ring. It was basically two garage doors. Uh, we threw some carpets on top, which got rained on and pissed on by dogs. <laughs> Tires underneath. Shit. Tires underneath. Uh, uh, ro- literal twine ropes for the ropes. Yeah. So if you watch us trying to run the ropes, it's pretty awful. But uh, yeah, that was our beginnings in the wrestling business. Can we we could link that video on our Twitter, right? We can. Um, I, I, I don't know. That the we, question is, should we? And yes. I guess we should. Hundred and fucking fifteen percent. Okay, well, I guess we will do that. Uh, we'll forget about it. Yeah, no, I won't forget about it. I'll put it on there for everyone who's interested, and then we will never be able to get anybody to be on our podcast who's actually a wrestler. We all start in the backyard, though. That's true. That's true. And, uh, and it should be prefaced. It was 15 years ago. It God. was. It was a long time ago. I mean, we look. We were about teenagers. There, 16, 17. So maybe not 15, but quite some time ago. That's true. Uh, so yeah, that's what we did before the podcast. We watched a little bit of that. Uh, Danny, uh, I saw you on Friday uh, as we did a very late birthday thing for me at your house as usual very as late. usual yeah that's i mean that's fine we had pizza that was fun um you've had a couple of days off which is a rarity for you i feel very rested for once that's interesting does that mean you'll energetic. be less oh you so you think you're gonna be more energetic having slept like tonight or yeah. just, just in, in general? general do you feel like you're gonna be more energetic nah not at all. Fair enough. <laughs> Guys, when I take a drink, that's usually because your time to carry the podcast for a few seconds. But when so. I said, nah, that was the comedic timing, the pause. That's true. Pause, you know, that's true. You get it. They can't see that you take the they drink. They can't see me. That's true. Uh, Keith, um, I don't even know where to begin with you. How did you, are your energy levels? Did you, my, my, my energy levels are fine. I don't, have, I don't have three kids to deal with, so I get plenty of sleep. 
It's true. He does. <laughs> uh, has I mean, what like do you have you done or seen anything this week or like lived at all or? Uh, yep. You know, I watched some football. That happened. You know? Football did happen. It did happen. It almost interrupted your uh, uh, Tom Brady, huh? Yeah. yeah going to it, another NFC, going to another championship game. Good shit, bro. Yep. That's my football talk for, that's the, his, for the week. That's his. I did but well, I mean, though, right? Even, I did well. Even Danny can recognize that Tom, Tom, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees, correct? Yes. That, that was what a, happened. Yes. That was the, uh, that the storyline, right? the storyline. And uh, I think the only person left in the world that doesn't believe that Tom Brady is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever is Keith's dad. Yeah, no, he's well, he's literally just a hater. Like he'll admit he just hates him. Doesn't make any sense because the Patriots thing, or just the just, Patriots, okay. yeah, and the, the, their domination. So, topic okay. wise, I was going to ask, how does he rank for both of you? Because he's I, I've the greatest. Oh yeah, quarterback no, of at all this time, point, man. after this year, he's got to he's got to be recognized legitimately. If he had retired after this year, it's, he'd still be the greatest quarterback of all time to me. His his statistical uh, abilities that he's put up. This, all the numbers like with the crap that he's had around him this whole time like and all the Super Bowls he's won you put them in a whole different category of everybody else and just to be able to leave a team you've been on and then the first year you're what in the championship game yeah. one game away from the Super Bowl I'm like that's very rare does that happen in sports where a person leaves a team and has just as much success what, man, in the next stop, Manning which proves it. that it's a large majority him and yes. not so oh, yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. Coaches. That was that was the biggest People, conversation. Yeah. Was he just a system quarterback? Yeah. Is he just good because Belichick says? Which is now proving obvious. No, but I'm like, yeah, what? Peyton is the only other guy I can think of off the top of my head who went to another team after he left the Colts, went to the Broncos, and won a Super Bowl there. Yeah, I mean, but. But you could argue that the year Peyton won his Super Bowl in Denver, he was pretty much at the end. He was very so he, he was, was not the really much. He, he was, was not, not the one responsible for no, them no, that. No, no, that was their. De- it was a lot of it was that. So will he be too. done after this year, or will he go? More? Brady, no. He, uh, he's yeah. He wants to play till like fifty. He's been on record to say he's going to try to play till fifty. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. So, but and he's the first guy I think ever who has basically stuck to the strictest of like regiments and like health and whatnot so it is going to be the real test of the human body to see if all the work he puts in can carry him to that point but i i would think if he wins like a super bowl in the next two years with tampa i would think he's proved his point i yeah. think maybe he'd walk away yeah i doubt that. he's one of those like a callback to last week where we talked about like i'm not a fan of basketball but like kobe and michael, michael like yeah. people that transcend the sport like i've always been the goats yeah yeah and even those two, I like. I was when they finally retire. It's kind of like a shock because you're just like, these guys are literally going to play until you the wheels to play forever. Until the wheels fall off, like you don't expect them to get burned out because that's literally their training regimen for their life. Like they don't, they live, they breathe basketball. And you didn't find out until after Kobe retired that he had like the family thing too. Yeah, which you didn't really get the sense with Jordan, but. That might have just been Jordan not letting people in. Yeah, yeah. But that's a good talk on the football, guys. I tried, damn it, I tried. Yeah, I mean, it was good. That was the big football story of the week. It was the last game of the weekend. I saw Um, that video of him, uh, the embrace at the end of the... Was that the end of the game? uh, There was an embrace at the end of the game. There was a post... A game thing where Brady was shown throwing like a touchdown pass, right, quote unquote, to, to, Bree- to the kid. Yeah. Son. Son, yeah, that was awesome. Which I thought was more or less. Uh, you could see them talking that. You don't really see that now this year, especially. But I felt that was more of like a 
Somebody asked Brady after the game if Breeze is retiring, and I feel like that was Brady trying to get confirmation from Breeze that he's leaving. I, 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 I mean, if you had to ask me right now, I definitely think Breeze is retiring. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, but yeah, he's the good. way he, he reacted. The way he reacted, but uh, you, but as the athlete he is in three months, like when the through however many months before the season rolls around, he's going to be like, man, that left a sour taste in my mouth. So there's that thought that maybe, just maybe, he won't retire, but I think he will. Is I may be wrong. Is Drew Brees the one that played with the Rock up in Canada? Or no. are the times way off? Yeah, no, Drew Brees yeah, no. played for the Chargers. Think. And then I, he played see, for I knew the that, Saints. but I was trying to think of who else it was. I, I thought it was Drew Brees, but I think the only he would quarterback be, I know who played in Canada is what Doug Flutie and yeah, because Drew Brees Warner. would be too young, right? Yeah, yeah. I he I mean, he's forty. The one Rock, now. I didn't and even how, know the, the Rock played in Canada. Yeah, the the CFL. Yeah, after he left. I, it was a big name quarterback, but I couldn't remember. It would who have was. to have been Doug Flutie. It had to have been Doug, Doug Flutie. Flutie. He, he, there are very few who actually came over from Canada and been successful. He's like the only one I can think of. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the Rock played. I didn't know that. I think he got drafted. He, he didn't get drafted, right? Danny would know this more than me. Uh, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, I don't because my. He went over from uh, University, University of Miami. University of Miami, but I don't think he got there, drafted. I don't yeah. think he got. I think he went because I think he was injured his senior year, I believe. I think so. And then so he signed with the CFL because yeah. he had no, he wasn't going to go. He played NFL. with some awesome players in Miami, though. Yeah, but yeah. like I mean, Miami was basically like a breeding ground for the NFL, like Alabama is now. Basically, every Alabama player gets drafted and has some sort of. Backups from Alabama are, get drafted. Are you going to be watching Young Rock? Yes, I probably will. They picked they had they picked some good people because they look yeah, very they, much. They, they they picked very good ones. That look, one though playing his mom looks very much like his mom. The one playing his dad looks very much like his dad. Is Pretty much a, anything the Rock does is involved with. I, I will probably. This see is it an NBC time. sitcom, Keith. Like er, like oh. everybody hates Chris, but it's the Rock, oh. Young Rock. Oh. So I don't know if it's going to be spanning his whole career in yeah. life, but I mean I, I don't know if it'll... everyone hates Chris though. So I, don't I know. didn't maybe, either. Maybe but that was a really popular yeah. show, so maybe it'll be. Yeah, I mean this. Okay. I mean people will watch this just based off the name alone, but that doesn't mean that it will be on for more than one season. Yeah, I wouldn't put uh, too much stock in that. All right, so let's talk about some stuff from this week. Uh, we had a couple of ideas, but then Raw came on tonight and. <laughs> Completely overshadowed everything that we were going to talk about. So, last week, uh, at the end of Raw, which I tuned into and then subsequently said I will never watch another second of Raw again, like live, uh, Randy Orton wrestled Triple H, I guess. They did something where Randy wrestled in his pants, which is a really random thing. And then uh, at, towards the end of the match, the lights went out and Alexa Bliss showed up in the ring and threw a fireball, a CGI fireball at Randy Orton. And that's how Raw ended last week. And, you know, based off the fallout, you were like, all right, well, Randy will probably be gone a couple of weeks. <laughs> You'd be wrong. Randy showed up tonight and uh, I can't even really give this the best description, but he was wearing a mask. And I think Keith on Twitter put it the best. I, I, I like the mind. He looks like a cross of between Golga from the Oddities and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, they give him some makeup on his nose to show that his nose was burned. From like that old, like the old Christmas fucking, oh, the, no, like the animated shit. No, no, no. Because yeah, I could see it now. Like now. Do you know, the, 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 they were really the Oddities in the 
Attitude Era, they had He's talking ice. about the nose. Oh, the nose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the nose. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't remember Golga's mask. I know I do. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, my God. He looks so ridiculous. And, you know, i never seen anything of the oddities, but I remember really loving their fucking entrance theme. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I probably have never, ever seen them. No, I'm sure you have. Yeah, I'm like, sure you've seen Kurgan. He's the big, the big, big tall guy, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. The one guy wore a South Park shirt all the time. And that was oh, okay. Gulk. <laughs> but if you didn't watch her in the Attitude Era, you probably didn't see him. There's, I, there's a lot from back then that I, pro- I I wouldn't even know. That's true. But I I did love their fucking music. I, I don't. You know Choppy Choppy PP, though. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. That was Can't on one of those uh, Attitude Era DVDs. Yeah. But, but these back to the promo. The seriousness to which he des- delivered this promo while looking so fucking silly. <laughs> Just, my affliction it's <laughs> it's it's one of those things where like you get to that point where you're like i don't even think randy can make this work like you like somebody uh, somebody posted on twitter the other day about like where you see orton in like the yeah. pantheon of wrestling and like this isn't this gonna is change it. this isn't gonna change much for me but it definitely is like if he i saw people on twitter like we're like, I hope he wears this the rest of his career, and I'm like, so you guys just you guys are just looking for the joke, yeah. And then you bitch about how terrible it is, and you complain about how terrible it, yeah. Yes, Danny's yes, showing a one. picture of Rudolph yes, the Red Nosed Reindeer. Exactly. People <laughs> complain about see it. people are complaining about how terrible the product is, and yet they are excited about shit like this. And I'm like, this is the problem. You can't think this is good. And then also complain about Goldberg being in the main event. They're both bad in yes. their own ways. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's Jesus. It's horrible. It's so bad. I, I I can't imagine that Randy likes this that much or likes any of this. They didn't, and they didn't have to make it so terrible. Like I, no. I should do. Like I told you, they could have done like a two face effect where half of his face. Like you didn't have to go full. I mean, if you had to go like the scar, like the mask they chose and just the the makeup. I'm like, this is a multi billion dollar company. And the makeup artist can't like do fake burns. And like I <laughs> like, like I joked with you, he better be wearing it the rest of his career. Like in four months, he's gonna take off. It's yeah. not even gonna be four and months. It's gonna be nothing. Yeah. Yeah, by WrestleMania, he's going to have it off. Yeah. Oh, and um, what are you going to do? Pull the cane? Like, oh, he was pretend he thought his face like was No, up. I mean, like, your face can recover from burns. I well, mean, yeah. But, but not if you're selling it as these terrible, terrible burns. Yeah, exactly. He's selling it like they're third-degree burns, and he's got to wear The thing I'm mask. most looking forward to is when inevitably Bruce Pritchard is fired in the next two years, and he has to, you know... Answer to Conrad, what the fuck is this shit? He's got to fess up. He's got to explain that it, he's going to blame Jeff Jarrett or some other <laughs> backstage say, guy. Because that's what will, Bruce Pritchard does. What I know is that none of this is Bruce Pritchard's fault, no. unless it was good. If it was good, that was on Bruce. That was all. That was all him. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure he'll take credit for a lot of things, but T- turning Roman, that was totally Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, speaking of Roman, uh, the next topic I wanted to talk about, uh, basically. Everything we talked about at the beginning of last week's show was rendered null and void uh, because Adam Pierce has been pulled from the title match at the Royal Rumble. It was all a swir- swerve, bro. Great swerve. To set up a Kevin Owens, uh, Roman Reigns, last man standing match at the Rumble. But they fucked up because now all the indie guys won't watch. Yes, I did see a lot of people that were sharing how disappointed they were that a 50-year-old man who hasn't wrestled in six years will not be in a WWE pay-per-view main event. Well, now it's not going to be good. I mean... Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you saw people come out of the woodwork, like, never post, and they're like, yeah. oh, 
Adam Pierce in a WWE ring. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got my fucking view. It, it's the Jim Cornette. Only the real NWA guys want to see Adam Pierce. I'm just like, oh, sh-. I'm like, yeah. So, I like real wrestling. So they set up the match all night. Uh, they did the thing where Heyman makes Roman sign the contract. Roman doesn't want this; he wants that. And at the end of the show, Pierce came out, made Roman sign the contract, faked an injury, said, "Since I won't be medically cleared in time, I have a suitable replacement," and then brought out Owens who had been off TV last week after being thrown off the stage thing, whatever it was. Um, so, I mean, that's fine. Which been, we did talk about would be the eventual th- plan. That's but, why I asked last week, yeah. do you think this will be the match? Because I, there was a part of me that was like, I don't think Owens is going to be off TV for a month. Like, no. it doesn't seem that way. I thought maybe he'd come out and do something, but at that point it's like, what is he coming out and doing? Like, is he helping Pierce win the oh, title? Pierce win the title, baby. Well, I feel like I haven't watched in about two years, but I feel like I've seen that match like 400 times. Owens and Reigns? Yes. Uh, it's happened. It probably hasn't been that much, but it just feels like one of those. It did happen at the Rumble a couple years ago, yeah. and it was a good match. Oh, I'm sure it, um, it is. But, yeah. it, the, the, but their excuse is always the roles are flipped now. So that's yeah. the, that's the way fresh. It, it's fresh, even though it's not fresh. Well, and they have a stipulation this time. They probably haven't done it under whatever stipulation you just mentioned. Maybe not. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, all I know is the match will be good, and I was probably going to watch the show regardless because it's the Rumble, and I always watch the Rumble. But honest, it makes more sense than Pearson Reigns for the. It does. It's it's and you know what? I haven't I mean, sucks, seen. Yeah. I haven't seen too many people be like super rude about it no i've seen a couple of people like say like i was really looking forward to seeing pierce and pierce has responded to these people but i've never i because it's it's hard to go against somebody who is as equally beloved in the indie community as kevin owens because everyone wants him if it was seth rollins believe me it would be uh there'd be a fire set on the internet about the match being changed but because it's owens no one is going to uh Shed their proverbial. And why is tear. he so hated nowadays, Seth? He did that thing with Will Ospreay where he said some stuff about okay. Will Ospreay. I didn't see that, count, but. buddy. And then he keeps doing. He just he just keeps saying stupid he, shit. He's mm. kind of just the cunty guy, just from everything I read on Twitter. Like for that he posts, I'm just like he's just kind of a cunt. And it's it's I made I've made jokes in private with you guys in the past yeah, about well, my one thing, experience yeah. with him where he came off really standoffish. But at the same Tyler. time, that's, that's a one. Yeah, anyone who doesn't know, I met him once at a uh, Ring of Honor show. Nick Jackson was there. I was talking to Nick Jackson, and then I introduced myself to him, and he was Tyler Black at the time. And the way he said Tyler to me was just so dickish and so standoffish. Like, you should know who I am. And I'm like, I do know. Like, in my mind, I'm like, I know who you are. I'm just, I'm being respectful (laughs) to you. But yeah. I'm saying hi. (laughs) I make jokes, but I've never really thought anything bad about him in terms of that. Like, I I rooted for him a lot. Because he sounds like, when you listen to him, he sounds like that. So he's just a permanent dick. He's he's, he's just got that tone of voice that I'm sure rubs some people the wrong way if you're not friends with him. So does his work make up for that? In in your mind, like, is he a top... See, the problem is there's so many fucking good guys, and he's probably in the top 10 yeah. of guys when he's like on, on. Um, His he work just, isn't as consistent as. He just a seems lot of like guys. he's an honest person. Like, I, I've, on the Owens DVD, there's a lot of him kind of fat shaming Kevin, and I'm like, all right, well, 
he's made it this far the way he looks so what does it matter he seems like one of those guys that is like beating into his student's mind at his school in Iowa you've got to be in shape you got to can't be yeah. fat blah 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 and I'm like, I guess that is true. That is a true statement. That for, mo- for most, yeah. There, there are like a couple of guys that have gotten past the yeah that stigma. But then there are especially guys like, nowadays. And yeah. there are guys like yeah. Keith Lee who can't get past the stigma with Vince. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I watched. I don't know when I saw, it, but I saw something from Keith Lee just in clips of, and he looks way worse than even the clips I saw from him in PWG. I'm like, he looks like just. Because he, he looks like, like a guy that's been stuck at home the last year yeah, and hasn't like been traveling like and hasn't been 30, working out. 40 pounds since he's been in the WWE. And I'm like, that's not good for a guy who was already like... Well, I guess just recently now they've started back up uh, like full-on performance center classes, training, whatnot. So hopefully you'll see a couple of these guys start to look... Which is know, weird because it's Florida and they could have probably been doing it the whole time. Yeah, but you know the wokeness yeah, of, the, they don't of get some of the people in the, the company. Yeah. And well, just not even that they'll start getting heat from their fans. Like you opened up the school during a, so yeah, I mean, it's yeah. probably smart to, but they've never it. cared about what wrestling fans thought anyway. You know, but way, if it's enough heat that gets their advertisers to get mad at them, then uh-oh. here's a question I have for you guys. Is there any other thing that exists, whether it be a restaurant, a company, is there any other company in the world that will, would get away with what WWE gets away with and what wrestling in general gets away with. No. Which is basically just telling you, telling their customers how stupid they are is all it, the time. The Hogan, it's a constant. The, that's, the what, that's, Hogan, where, I that's that where I'm too. getting this oh from. Oh my God. I don't even remember that because it was so long ago. That was the fucking It was stupidest. right when they brought back, the, right when they brought in the regular <laughs> ring to TNA. After TNA had been the six sided ring this whole time, they changed the ring. The fans in the impact zone were chanting, we want six sides, we want six sides. Hogan pauses and then says, I forget what he says, something about the the, the six-sided he, ring he only got you so far, <laughs> and now I'm going to now I'm gonna take you guys to the top. Now we're taking you to the top. No more six sides, it's four sides. No more we're going to be a shit. real professional wrestling yeah. company because this is where it was built, and this is where it's going to stay, and it's got to be four sides yeah. to be wrestling. And I'm There's, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I can't about? even think of another company. Like, Imagine if McDonald's was yeah. like releasing commercials constantly. Like, What's up, fat ass? Want to come eat our burgers? I mean, like, Go ahead, you big fat loser. I, I would probably go more. Yeah. <laughs> I know he's Hogan and everything, so he just thinks like whatever he says, it's just going to be it's over. Not but just, I'm like, no, man, this was. It's not just him, though, man. It's yeah, every like, wrestling yeah. company. Like AEW hasn't done it yet. I'm sure they will at some yeah. at some point. They probably will. But right now, like WWE does it all the time, where they're basically just like, no, we don't care what you I guys mean, like. I, this is what we want to do. I understand not letting the fans literally dictate every aspect of your product. No, but they but go out of like, their way sometimes their way to, to defy like, their yeah. their customers. Where they're like, oh, we know this is going to piss people off, but we're going to do it anyway. And I think a lot of people guise that as being in character because wrestling yeah. is convenient. Like, it's one of those things. What's it's K-fabe? it's fake What's, until yeah. it's real. What's like, K-fabe? it offends What's you. Not? And but then like, you're like, oh, this is real. You know every I mean? couple like, of months, there's that tweet from some big wrestler where it's just shit talking the fans being negative and yada, yada, yada. And to an extent, there are definitely fans out there that are super fucking negative and are downers. But most of those guys are the guys that report on wrestling. The Dave Meltzers, the Brian Alvarez's, the Bixen Spans. All those guys are such downers. And they, they lead this like cult-like falling of fans that are just believe everything they fucking say. And it's so bad. And 
they got to keep their following, and you keep your yeah. following by what fear porn. So, it, you, and there are times when I I like when the wrestler calls them out. Like yeah, like, oh, I do too. You know, you you people don't like, or, you, or you'll complain about this and yeah. whatever. But I also think there's some aspect to it where it's like you guys are constantly shitting on your customers. Yeah, and no other business or no other company well, does that. The customer keeps going back. But I was about to say maybe it's and that's the problem. That's, that's the problem. Not anymore though. Their ratings are at an all-time low. People are not watching the product. There's no buzz about anything going on in the WWE right now. It's it's starting to take effect. When the, yeah. these years and years and years, when they start going back decline. on the road and they're not filling arenas, then I'll look at it and be like, "Oh shit, maybe." Because, for example, you, Keith, would you? Is there anything that they could do that would make you consistently watch like every fucking Monday again? Uh, I don't know. Because I don't think I could. Like I real, no matter what they do. Because I just saw a list of like the champions, current champions, and I thought, "Fuck." 16-year-old me would be like, I'm watching every week because across the board, the champions are like who you want it to be and everything. But like thinking about it, I don't think I'd ever well, go we back. We were just talking about some of the stories. Just the writing. The writing is just terrible. Like just the things they make people say. Suffering shuckatad. I'm like, this is your world fucking champion right now. Like suffer really? Like. It's just. However, I will say, did you see that uh, WrestleMania report video the other day? That was well done. That was pretty funny. I will say. But like, Triple you, H's name got me. Henry E. Panky. <laughs> Hanky Panky for those. And Hugh can't see me. Hugh can't see me. That was pretty That good. was well done. That, that was. But that's they like they actually did well on that show. Yeah. Like, how much, like, you'd have to answer me. How much, like, long term storytelling, like, week to week consistency are we getting? Like, it's. I haven't watched, but I can tell you it's none because Vince is still there. Writers are still changing shit 10 minutes before, like, the shows. I'm like. I can't even tell you a long term storyline right now. Because for me, like, like, I can't even tell you. We I probably haven't watched consistently since we did the initial podcast. Like,. Where we were like reviewing fucking Raw and SmackDown. And I could say it's, I don't watch because of the kids. Like, I have time to watch it when I watch it. And like, especially nowadays, I'm just like, there's no interest. It's not worth it. When you do get a story, it's, oh man, Jeff Hardy is drunk driver and he hits him. And I'm like, real, this is the story we're going to do. Jeff Jeff Hardy is a drunk driver and he hits something. This is great television. Yeah. Fucking exploiting that dude's fucking problem. I tried to watch SmackDown like tonight. To like kind of just see what happened, like actually watch the thing, and like I got to like the first match, and I was like, I'm out. I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't care. Like everyone was talking about this. I guess Brian and Cesaro had a match that was yeah. really good, and I'm like, I guess I'd watch that. But again, it's like I'm watching Cesaro, and every time I watch him, I'm like, this is sucks, man. Yep. This guy is like so good, and this is what he is. And they don't just give a shit. A guy, and he's probably happy there. Pay wise and whatnot, but you know? like from the WWE's perspective, they're probably like, "We've pushed all these Bryans and all these guys you like. Why aren't you liking it?" And it's like, "Well, you got to do more than just like here's the guy winning matches. <laughs> like now Brian's winning. Isn't that what you want? Well, yeah. Now make it matter. Make the reason he's winning matter. Make the shit you're doing count. And like, that goes into like what what draws you into watching the product in the first place." Right. 
because like for me I can be like oh well I just want to watch good matches but it gets to a point I think there are better where, places to do that yes I'm like so if, if that's what it's going to take I'm like I, I I think there are better places to just watch good wrestling and that's all it's going to be like AEW is proof enough that you can't just like you can put on good matches but you still need some substance to yeah. it yeah. like you need something you can't just go but at, here's a new Japan card but at least they kind of I, I felt like they had some long term when I've watched them like I remember we were talking about the oh no AEW's long term storytelling yeah. is like they, excellent they teased Paige turning up for a long time I'm like oh this oh, is definitely gonna happen it no. never happened I'm like hey that's it's storytelling yeah they had they storytelling me they had storytelling so intricate I'm just gonna tell you a quick thing that happened so last week Darby Allen wrestled Brian Cage right Brian Cage is with Taz this whole feud started when Taz was talking to Darby about how he poorly applied a, a roll up or something like that right so that started this whole thing where the Taz's group is feuding with him. So this week when Darby beat Cage, he beat him with that same roll-up well, that Taz it. said he did improperly, See, and he no. did it properly this time, and he beat Taz's guy with that. Yeah, and that's... And that is... A level really of thinking, simple, a level of thinking that I don't think even enters the minds of no, the WWE. No, but, but because like Vin, I don't think Vince thinks like that, and he is the sole like arbiter of every decision that yeah. goes through there. And he, he just doesn't change, care what and, his yeah. What and his if he changes thinks. his mind, I don't want that to end. Like, no, we're gonna do something like this. And it's yeah. like, well, we had a reason, but he changed his mind, and no one's gonna argue with the old man. No. Like, no one like. <laughs> Listen to Bruce at any time he talks well, about Bruce it. Is a, Bruce is apparently his the second most powerful guy in the company again. He's only been back for like two years. so Well, he's the ass kisser in chief, so he knows Exactly. How That's why make- Bruce gets where he gets. He kisses ass better than anybody. Like it, yeah, I'm not shit. I'm he like, wouldn't. He didn't portray himself that way on the podcast, though. He's always like, I would always tell Vince, blah no, blah 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 blah. Conrad would call him on it for the most part, most of the time, and it was very yeah. Oh, sorry. Very yeah. obvious to listeners. I yeah. thought you were going to... Yeah. No, I was going to move on. Uh, so let's move on to something else. Uh, Danny, can you do me a favor? Can you tell your GM of the Padres to just stop trading? Nope. Can you just, can you just stop? Nope. <laughs> Not going to help anyway. So, no, I'm just kidding. That was ooh, a, oh, here we go. A, here we go. God damn it. <laughs> let's go. All right. So since we were on uh, last week, uh, the Yankees did exactly what I said they were going to do. Uh, they signed Corey Kluber to a one-year deal, and they signed Lemayhu to a deal that I was really surprised by. So they waited this entire time for him to get like dramatically underpaid, six years, ninety million dollars. That's like fifteen million dollars a year. That's like nothing. That's good was for reported, you guys, though. Oh, I know I'm he like, wanted hey. a five. Year, that was the report, the, right? The report at the beginning was that he wanted a five-year, hundred twenty million dollar yeah. deal, something like that. And I'm assuming the Yankees basically said. Go get that, and we'll match it. Yeah. And he didn't get it, nope. so they said, all right, we'll give you more years, but for far less money, because that's the big key with the uh, the luxury tax is yeah. the average annual value. So instead of paying DJ $25 million, they paid him 15 then they paid Kluber 11 so they paid all that this year to those two guys, Yeah, which now they have more room to go do other things, which you know, there's other rumors out there for guys that they're trying to trade. Four, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. They're, whenever they're rumored to get a guy, I never expect them to get yeah. that guy. It's always the thing, except for Cole last year. But yeah. like the guy from the Reds, Luis Castillo, everyone's talking about him. Like I don't expect that. Yeah, because they'd have to give up a lot for him. Now, was that something today? I saw was that for Castillo? There was, was a uh, uh, some Spanish writer or some Spanish reporter who constantly misreports shit 
But anytime anyone reports anything, Yankees Twitter goes bonkers and starts to talk about it. Like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The Brad Shepard of MLB reporting. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, I, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Hey, I, just, I, I'm probably, I think I blocked him. He blocked me. Oh, good. Yeah, he's an idiot. He was it's constantly really wrong. Easy. It's really easy to get blocked by yeah. him. Um, but anyway. So realistically, what's next for the Yankees after that? After those two. I would like them to sign Trevor Bauer, but I don't think that's likely. It feels like he's headed to the Angels, I would think. Or some at this point, it's it's to the point where it's it's him or some random team. Yeah, it's it's the Angels or Blue Jays, the Padres. For all I know, on uh, Mariners, the the Mar- yeah. like the Mariners. Like <laughs> I'm just I don't care. I like I, it, I, it all depends on what he's looking for. If he's yeah. looking for like I said last week, if he's looking for more than Cole. He's not going to get it. Have you watched any of his uh, his videos on YouTube? Bauer, no. Yeah, they're actually pretty. Oh, he's very uh, pretty smart. Interesting, but very smart. Because he talks last week about a free agent, like what he looks for in free agency, and yeah. he's like, he's like, I want a team where I can like, I really want to pitch every fourth day instead of five. He's, and he's like, I know a lot of people bitch, but he's like, this is my reason. He's very open and honest yeah. with most people about what he's looking for and what he wants, and that's like really refreshing for. Like he'll constantly people will post like, oh, Trevor Bauer is looking for this and this, and he'll respond, yeah, not true. And uh, you know, I think he's banging his agent too. Oh, for sure. So we'll see. Maybe he has to pay him or her less. It's possible. I almost said him. It tripped me out when they <laughs> said her name was because it's Rachel Lupa, and then they went to Taco Bell, and she said, "I literally have Chalupa in my name," and I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> <She> de- <laughs> like I was actually like, and "Wait, what? <laughs> you should have named your daughter Rachel Lupa Fitzpatrick." I was fucking mind blown. Rachel, Lupo, holy shit! Oh Danny's gonna go home tomorrow and like, look, Donna, we need to have a talk. We need to have another it's kid. Megan doesn't know her name it's yet, time. so it's time. Rachel Lupo Fitzpatrick. I do recommend you checking out some of those videos, though. And then he does. Uh, he breaks down a lot of shit, like at bats with like Mike Trout. He's like, okay, like this is why Mike Trout beat me this at bat. Yeah. This is why, I, and I'm like, that's because right. yeah. you don't see that. He's one of the most like in touch analytical guys yeah, yeah. playing right now he understands a spin rate and all that other shit that players talk about reminds me of connor every time he loses he does like his own like 10 minute dissection video of, this yeah. is why i fucking lost it's the that's but, but that those are the kind of players that i covet like yes, i yeah. want guys that know exactly why things are going wrong because that means they can yep. fix them uh, but anyway, let's get to the padres who won't seemingly stop trading they'll never stop so here's never the thing sleep. Every time I play my MLB The Show franchise, I make these trades during the season and after the season that are just so ridiculous where it's like, that trade would never happen. No one, they would never accept that. That's legitimately what the Padres are doing right now. They are making trades for really good pitchers. Just because. Just because, and they are giving away nothing for them. I think in the Blake Snell trade, who was the, mo- who was the biggest prospect they gave up or player they gave up? I don't even remember. Uh... Damn it! I don't know. Darvish, I don't, they gave up nothing. nothing. I think they gave up the catcher. Yeah. Um, damn it! What's his name? I don't know what 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 is this trade that happened? I didn't. Hear I'm getting it. to it. Yeah. I'm getting to that. We're getting to that. So today, the Padres traded for uh, Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher and El Cajon native. Yes, Joe Musgrove. Um, who's been? He's been fine. Yeah. He's been good in Pittsburgh, but you know what? You know who was also okay in Pittsburgh and then left and became awesome? Garrett Cole. Yes. And almost everyone that leaves Pittsburgh becomes yes. great immediately <laughs> because that franchise is a cesspool of yeah. shit. <laughs> I was going to say Pittsburgh is another one. Which I believe um, the guy who does the SoCal, SoCal Pro Wrestling Podcast tweeted us a couple weeks ago and said Pittsburgh was the worst franchise in sports. Yes. 
He did. Yes. So yeah. Yes. Shout out to Good that call. guy. If you're listening, yeah. thank you. Yes. We appreciate it. If uh, you're not, start listening. Go listen to his podcast. He does interviews with a bunch of wrestling personalities. He did one with Mike Camden, who is one half of the Hogsman podcast, there which drops every Wednesday. Wherever you get your podcast. Shameless plug. This week, we'll be having Sweet Robin Shaw as the special co-host in week one of No Devin. Hooray. You sold me. <laughs> Man. I don't know him. I don't know him at all. So I'm looking forward to meeting him and Mike likes him. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so the Padres traded for Joe Musgrove today. They gave up some guy who has an awesome name. I, I was really disappointed they traded him just because... I wanted to see Hudson Head make his way to the majors. Now, apparently, he's the more coveted that went. He's uh, I the think he's a center fielder. I yeah, believe. he's a center yeah. field prospect. But yeah. the Padres, I don't think, need outfield prospects no. right now. Um, they traded for him. And Joey Lucchese Luc- yes. was sent to the Mets. Yes. Uh, and their GM, who apparently was sending 62 text messages to a woman, one that was... Of his penis, a naked penis. I a believe naked was penis. So here's here's my sip of water for the week, celebrating the Mets' failures as a franchise once again. I mean, I don't know. It it only is considered a failure if he didn't score after that sixty second message. He did not. He did. She, okay, she, failure. She completely ignored him and then <laughs> told him off. I mean, I, I really thought after 61, he would really nail it that 62nd time. The best part about this is the Mets new owner, Steve Cohen, who I actually like. He's he's very active on Twitter and he like asks the fan yeah. shit. This is the absolute fucking worst time to be an active social media owner because now you, you can't just disappear nope. because everyone will know why. Uh, anyway, yeah, so... The Padres rotation for next year, which was supposed to be like, oh, we're going to wait till two years and it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's awesome this year. It's it's great. So if Paddock can figure it out yes. and get back to normal, which I don't think he will because Larry Rothschild is still yeah. your pitching coach. But I feel idiot. like with all these moves, you take all the pressure off him. Now he goes in not having that. It's like Will Myers this year. Yeah. He had no pressure because now you had Machado and Tatis and Hosmer, and like now you don't have that pressure. There's still always a part of me that remembers when Sonny Gray was on the Yankees and he got traded to the Reds, and they asked him, "So when you were struggling last year, did Larry Rothschild like try to help you or do anything?" And Sonny Gray's answer was, "Nope." <laughs> so every time I see a young pitcher struggling, I go. That's not gonna. That's not gonna change because yeah. he doesn't know. And what exactly does he do as a coach? If now, he's are there more than pitchers? just that case? Or yes, is that, I'm gonna. Okay. Uh, so Luis Severino, in his yeah. second season, the second half, he really struggled. He got rocked. The first half, he was awesome. In the off season, I think it was A. Rod or Pedro Martinez like met with him and like, you know, you're tipping your pitches, right? I am, and he showed him a video. Why isn't the pitching coach noticing things like that? Yeah, (laughs) that's his job. (laughs) So there's those two instances and a a cavalcade of just guys who sucked when they were on the Yankees all of a sudden in the last couple of years who were never able to stay consistent, which is why I'll never, ever root for that guy. Was Paxton not good when he went to the Yankees? He was okay, but he struggled a little bit in the beginning. And he figured, oh, that was another one. He figured it out. When he himself decided to start throwing his curveball more. 
Sometimes. Not an idea from the pitching coach who is supposed to help you with these things. Right, yeah. No, he decided to start throwing his own curveball, which then all of a sudden he got better. Yeah, baseball is one of those things, yeah, coaching you that. They're not yeah. coaching you on the field. They're not play calling in baseball no. like in football, like where that guy's like the only thing you should be doing is watching film and helping these yeah. guys develop and fixing Now, the thing their with problem. the Padres yeah. is I think at this point they will get rid of him if issues are there. If like, their pitching staff starts slow, yeah, they will absolutely because fire him. Because they, like now more than ever, they're like, okay, we, we're going to do whatever it takes. To, to his credit, though, Lamette looked like an ace last year. Yes. But I guarantee you, if there's a moment of struggle with Lamette, yeah. it will continue unless they get rid of him because he will not. And I can't speak on it thus far because I don't know. I, I've not heard But all any, you know is that so it, that Pax, uh, Paddock went from awesome yes. to couldn't yeah. get anyone out at all. But it could. I mean, they've they have a lot of sophomore slumps. You know, yeah. you never. I mean, know. that's possible too. Never that's know. Fine. I'm going to give him the benefit of the yeah, doubt. We'll no, see. I'm not. He sucks. I don't like yeah, him. There you go. Uh, good luck to the Padres. <laughs> I do root for the Padres. Um, I hope that I hope that Fam plays more this year. Yes, because I do like him a lot. Yes, I do so think I, he was a big yeah. addition. And you guys won without having him last yes. year, basically. Yep. So if you can get a return from Myers, yes. If that uh, North uh, North Korean, if that South Korean baseball player. Yeah, no North Korean baseball players. Uh-huh. That Korean baseball player who came on, I don't know his name, and I'm going to try to say it because it's going to sound Kim. racist. Kim. His Kim, well, Kim. hey, that's a shock. Yeah. Well, I said North, I said North Korea laughed, and then you told me his name was Kim. So yeah. Yeah. anyway, I'm, I'm, I hope he's good. I don't know where he's really going to play. He's four uh, foot eight. He, he's unless, really pigeonholing himself, though, because he's like, my goal is to win rookie of the year, which, which I love, by the way, but... I'm like uh, he's betting on himself though win. because I guess he signed a short-term deal with the hopes of he'll be a free agent young and he can yeah. go get a bigger deal and I'm like okay you're putting you put yourself on a team where you might not have a starting spot right away yeah. unless they move Cronenworth to the outfield which I guess is possible yeah or there's a who, DH who, especially who yeah there should be a DH for the love of God then, baseball yeah. give the National League a DH yeah. you'd extend so many fucking careers I never understand why one. Because yeah. baseball's run by old white men who can't get past the the pass of their game, like they're like. You, you, but like, it's funny how some things change and other things. Well, you like, watch the movie just, Moneyball, and yeah. you're just like, these are the people that are like preventing this change. These guys that are like, well, we like him because his name is Jim, and he hits left-handed, <laughs> and he he's got a nice the way he rotates his elbows. I like that. That has nothing to fucking do with anything. Right? Just yeah. Just is he a good hitter? Look at the night. What's, well, I can't remember the thing. Is he, does it get on base? Isn't that? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like when does I watch, get on base. It's like it's like when I watch <laughs> discuss like watching football with certain people, and it's just like some people I watch watch it, and I like like Keith's future brother in law. We try to talk about football with him, and I feel like I'm like I'm on Mars. Yeah, and I don't know if that's just me being so inundated into it, and so like I will I will literally sit at the beginning of the season. I would literally watch every game back to yep. watch the play calling and all this and whatnot because I don't know. It's just, I'm a I'm a weirdo like that. But like you listen to people like, oh, this guy looked really good. I'm like, no, he didn't. Like it's no, he didn't at all. I don't remember what what trade he made for Le'Veon Bell and his finish. I don't remember what he it gave was. Up Calvin Ridley. He and, gave up guys that were doing really good. And, I'm just and like, what the fuck is he? Just he li- he traded yeah. for a guy that had a name value four years ago. Yeah, no, that's and that's yeah, that's what it is. I with him like, but like, yeah, it's, he traded for Antonio Brown, which I'm like, yeah, Antonio Brown turned out to be really successful yeah. in the Bucks. But. And like sometimes I feel like I'm being a dick yeah. because I'm like, oh, God, I sound like such a snob when I talk like this too. But like, I don't know, like, 
I'm trying to have a conversation and like somebody throws out like a weird curveball I don't expect. Yeah, no, I'm like, I don't know how to answer every, that. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to answer that. Every week he, he would have his upset of the week and it was always Kansas City losing. And I was like, if you're going to pick an upset of the week, why are you picking the, I, one of the best teams in football I, to lose every week? I think week? that's one of my things with football that is to my benefit that my team has been terrible for so long that I literally don't have a bias whatsoever. Right, you can look at everything. I literally look at everything objectively and like when people say like, oh, Brady's over Rated or oh, I, I want to see Kansas City get knocked off. Well, I like his, I said something to his dad the other day. He wants to see Kansas City lose. They're playing the Browns. I'm like, he, you really want to see the Browns who are really bad go like you want to like he people hates, that root for bad like yeah. football and bad baseball and bad bat. Like I'm like I don't get it. He hates you the weirdest to, things. He hates success. But his team like, is the second most successful in the I'm, last like 15 I'm like, years. I'm like, I'm like, why doesn't he like? He doesn't like Andy Reid or Mahomes. And I'm just like. Why? Like inexplicably? Like I get if you don't like Billichek, that one makes that one makes sense to me. But yeah. I'm just like he, yeah, he has an irrational dislike of a lot of things. Yeah. And he is for the Seahawks as well. Or yeah, no? he is okay. a Seahawks fan yeah. as well. Yeah. And by the way, as I pointed to Keith a couple weeks ago, if you go into the last 15 years of football, there are very few franchises that are consistently in the playoffs, consistently making runs, been to a multiple Super Bowls. One of those teams is New England. The other is Seattle. Seattle, yeah. So when you are when you are out there crying that you are you rooting for the rookie, yeah. But you're a, you know, it's like when John Cena used to claim to be the underdog, and I'm like, bro, no. you're the main event guy. Like he, you are, like you're one of the top guys. Like stop doing this underdog thing. Last year when it was the Chiefs in the 49ers, he was rooting for the 49ers, and I'm like, that's our division yeah, rival. You can't like, ever. Why you can't are you rooting that. for the Red Sox in the World <laughs> Series? And I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> so the Red Sox played the Dodgers in the World Series. Who am I rooting for? I'm not rooting for anybody. Not, I'm rooting nobody. for the stadium to explode. Yeah. You're rooting for Bane to show up with his army yeah. and start massacring everybody. That's, yeah. <laughs> like, I, but I, like if I'm gonna root for either team, it's gonna be the Dodgers because. I hate the yeah. Red Sox. Yeah. You have I to. I hate yeah. the Red Sox. It's like, you can't root for the team that fucking, like... <laughs> Every yeah. movie that involves the Red Sox, I just... Uh, I mean, except for The uh, the Town. I didn't see that. The town. You saw The Town. You ben the Affleck. Town? Who's Kawi taken? Is Kawi taken Jemmy Renna? It's an excellent movie. You should definitely see it. it. Go see it. Okay. Watch it's got it. the Red Sox in it, though? Uh, the ending takes place in Fenway Park. I like Fenway Park, though. You have to like ignore Jeremy Renner's punchable face, too. Yes. Okay. All right, so let's move on. All right, so next thing we're going to talk about, um, for anyone out there who's never watched it, uh, Vice has a documentary series called Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, basically what it is is it's um, dark stories. But it's like kind of like the most depressing like wrestling stories that have been out there. Like they had a Macho Man Miss Elizabeth episode early on. They had an Owen Hart episode early on. Uh, last season they had the Benoit incident. Snooka. Snooka. Um, uh, what's the name of the Bruiser, screw job. Bruiser Brody? Bruiser the screw job. So. Uh, and if you've never heard the Bruiser Brody story, like I don't even want to try to tell it on here because I can't do it justice. Yeah. It's fucking insane. Yeah. And if you if you can get Vice, um, if you have cable, I think there's the app. You just have to put in your like uh, your cable, cable information, and you should be able to watch all of them on demand. I highly suggest watching them. New Jack, sorry, that was just New yeah. Jack, another yep. good one, another for sure. Um, so season three is coming soon. Um, 
There's a couple of... Uh, I have a list here of all the ones that have been announced. The episode guide, basically. Uh, we don't know when it's starting, for sure. Um, but do you guys want me to just read off the list of uh, what's on here? Or do you guys we make wanna, our picks first? I was going to say, let's what say we, what we okay. think will be so on there. Keith and I, have so not, I, I haven't made a list. I, I have, what, no. what I was planning on doing was looking at this yes, and kind of yeah. guessing. You two guys... I just made a quick list okay. just off the top of my head what I could think of. Okay, so, so we'll start with Keith. Eddie Guerrero is one. Okay. Uh, Brian Pillman, Dynamite Kid. So those are three just stories that are just... Okay. And then the Arn and Sid fight in the hotel. Oh, the it's scissors. Good one. The scissor fight. Excellent. That's a good one. Those are good ones. Kurt Henning's death. Fuck. And then Chase and Rance. <laughs> and Teddy Hart. And Teddy Hart. The P... <laughs> The pedo squad. The fact that the fact that Teddy Hart had a girlfriend who went missing and is not a bigger story is yeah. still one of the most fascinating things in the world to me. So if you don't know this, uh, I don't remember her name, and I'm really yeah. sorry. Uh, Teddy Hart was dating this girl who he brought to Florida to train, and then one day she just vanished. <laughs> and people have been speculating for a really long time that Teddy had something to do with it. We don't know for certain, but it is very skeptical. And then I remember looking into it, and then Teddy going, no, I was in jail at the time. And yeah. then one of these reporters actually had his records, and he was actually in out of jail right before she went missing. Yeah. So it's like, now he's lying, saying, no, it couldn't have been me. I was in jail when yeah. he wasn't in jail. Now, people can misremember he stuff. Could, not, but true. That is true. Especially just, him. Yeah. That, not if yet. you ever want to hear the trippiest fucking interview you've ever heard in your life, listen to the Talk is Jericho, Jericho. podcast oh with God. Teddy Hart. The principal story. It is so fucked up that you'll be like, "Yeah, I don't know why this you'll, guy, this you'll guy's feel mind. You feel bad for him, but then you'll then listen you'll. to him talk <laughs> about his missing girlfriend, and you'll say, "Oh, you seem really guilty." Uh, anyway, the company he keeps. Yeah, we'll I got his contact information to. You book talked him to him on the time. phone, didn't you? Yes. And he said, I could talk to you soon. And I said, okay, well, I'm at work, but I work all night. I can talk to you whenever. You know, it's like, Teddy Hart, I'll take a break, right? Yeah. He texted me and said, I'm getting out of the gym. Let me call you in 10 minutes. I said, cool, I'll take a break. He fucking talked to me for three hours. No shit. A three-hour fucking... I'd never fucking talked to him before in my life. you Teddy Hart in your life. And I was like, I got to go back to work, man. <laughs> you had to get a Bluetooth just for a conversation. I'm like, holy shit. He was, and he was on drugs like really bad yeah. probably during that period. The, yeah. One of the most memorable live experiences I've ever had. We've talked about it. Yeah. But Danny and I were at the Mania Weekend in Arizona, and we went to a Dragon Gate USA show, and he made an impromptu appearance, and he had, I don't remember the match because I was exhausted. It's the infamous yeah. Danny makes fun of me all the time. There's like a six-man main event with these Japanese guys, and they're flipping incredible. and flying. They're diving over the top rope. They're diving off of balconies and shit. I do not move the entire match. <laughs> I just sit there like in a – because I was so tired. Tired, yeah. Because we stayed at Devin's dad's house, yeah. and we slept on the floor, and Danny and Devin would tickle my feet in the middle of the night to wake me up because I snored so loud. But That anyway, was peak I don't sleep. That was peak Danny doesn't sleep. Yeah. But yeah, I was – Danny and Devin are on their feet going, oh, there's a guy that was sitting next to us that looked like Kane. So Danny would <laughs> nudge me and then do the Kane, Kane laugh. <laughs> and he's and, and like, I'm no selling everything. Like, I, I'm a fucking zombie. I think by the time Mania rolled around, I was good. But that show, like, I think we, oh, because we had done two previous ROH shows yes. too. So it was my, 
if you've been around me, when, I've, when I'm at my like second or third show of the day, I'm pretty much like, yep, I'm just on autopilot. I'm watching this. Maybe I'll remember it. Maybe I won't. There's a spot in a match that I had with Famous B that Adam drove up with me, and I took a back body drop onto a folding table right in front of Adam. I and I was like, camera. okay, if Adam like pops, it's cool. I want it's the biggest fucking no sell. I, and I, I like looked at that. I'm like, what the fuck? You just shit. It was a great fucking spot. And he just shit all over it. Just complete disinterest. To, I'm like, to be fuck. to be fair to me, I have been drinking all day with Marcus yes, Riot. Yes. So we were, we were both drunk and we were just kind of like, yep. That was that because oh, you know you, if you pop someone you're close no, to I'm exactly. like that's the barometer and like every time and uh, Adam's that was, up here like seen that with your and we were Matt no, no, Ginsburg no, no. sorry you, you gotta impress me with something else you guys always, you guys always used to give me shit because when I was a ref I always looked completely disinterested that's yeah, what you'd say you were, I think I just have that I don't give a fuck face because I don't think you wanted to be there no but I was fine with being a ref there was just I'm sure there were times when I was had other shit on my mind where I was like yeah, I'm, yeah I guess I'll count again. <sighs> But anyway, yeah. So I, I do remember that. Me and the West Coast Wrestling Company shirt completely no-selling. Danny yep. taking a back body drop on a table. Oh, man. All right. So, Danny, what's your list? Okay. Uh, let's see. I got Mr. Perfect. Right. Dynamite Kid is my big one. Yep. Um, China. Oh. Is one that I I didn't think of that one. That's think a really be, good one. And Angle is definitely on there. Yeah, I mean, you could do a couple on yes. Angle. You can do his Olympic yeah. run into his WWE, which is like, that's a nice story. That's not dark, though. So Dark Side of the Ring, obviously, you got to focus on those DUI years. And I would say, life. Eddie, I know Adam and I talked about this when the Benoit one came out about how you'd have to have Chavo do the interview again, and right. that, that would be rough to do. Uh, yeah, no, Eddie, But Eddie's got so much shit. Eddie's would be hard, cause, yeah. and it's so dark. Because he's got, it's not just his death. He had that, like, the car yeah, crash, the car, the, yeah. all of it, like... The drug addiction, like Eddie's whole story, is fucking dark. Okay, so I mean, that's a movie that should be fucking known. Right? Yeah, Eddie's story, yeah. Head. yeah. Um, so they've only announced this was going to supposed to be a fourteen episode season. Oh, that's they've cool. only announced seven so far. Good. So some of the ones you guys you guys aren't wrong yet because they haven't announced everything yes. yet. But so far, what they've announced and the the season premiere is Brian Pillman. Yes, yeah. Pillman, okay. So they announced Austin was going to be on this season too. Yes. Like not not a story of Austin, yeah, yeah. but like he's going to be he's one of the do the one of the talking heads the people that was on. Yeah. So that was that's good for Pillman because yes. yeah, yeah. there's anyone in the wrestling business that has a lot of stories about Brian Pillman. Pillman it's probably Pillman Austin. Austin. Yeah. Um, the uh, another one so far it's been announced is FMW. Okay. Frontier Martial yeah. Arts Wrestling, which I, I think that was the Japanese From promotion, Japan. right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, XPW. Oh, the That's Rob Black story. Yes. That'll yeah. be the what's his name? Uh, Messiah getting his yes. finger cut off. Yeah, That'll be an one. interesting uh, one. <laughs> if you've listened to 83 Weeks, you've heard some of the story already, but the WCW New Japan Collision in Korea in 1995. So that'll be an interesting oh, one to get. Yeah. Where Bischoff told the story about how he went like running down the street and yeah. Everyone was like freaked out by him and shit mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. So yeah, that'll be. That's when Ali was there for, right? Was that that one? I think so. I think so. Uh, the Smith family. So Grizzly Smith, yeah. Sam Houston, Jake the Snake, Rock and Robin. Uh, and then that's a great one too. That's, that's a, a big good one too. I'm sure Jake will be. From, I'm sure Jake will be on there. Uh, Ian Croyturo, aka Bruiser Bedlam, Johnny Canine. I don't know who that is. Don't know no, who nothing that about is. that. Nope. And my personal favorite, Nick Gage. 
Oh my neck fucking gauge! Isn't he in? He's prison? wrestling actively. He no? wrestles. He was in jail and he wrestles again. <laughs> yes, like, and he he's awesome. Prison? <laughs> I don't know if he's a good wrestler, but anytime I see him cut a promo on anything, it's awesome. He's one of the CZW guys, so I don't assume a lot of wrestling. Everything is, is deathmatch shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll add Scott Hall to my list. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. That's true. Definitely yep. Scott Hall. Scott yes. Hall's a good one. But the problem, the thing with Scott Hall is there's not like a dark ending to it. Which I don't think is necessarily yeah. like you don't have to, but no. like, if your days are dark enough, the Scott Hall story that. has a happy ending. Yeah, though. I mean New Jack is still alive. I don't I mean. think no. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know, because he's not actively in the wrestling business, and he should be. He should be like a top agent or booker. Yeah, I just don't think anybody can just, trust him. No, yeah. yeah, he just he can't go on the yeah. road. He could. You can't, so for yeah. me, it's just kind of he's just faded off into I'm you know he does whatever shows yeah. or whatever, but he should be someone that. Great segue to everybody's favorite segment. Demons, troubles, drugs. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Keith's drug information segment. Oh, Not drug- a fact. It's information. There we go. That's We wanted to give it a new name because I feel yes. like fat, we're playing very loose with the facts here. So some of these could be factual. Some of these could be uh, something Keith read that maybe you know somebody wrote and it wasn't true. But anyway, I'm going to... Put down the mic, and I'm going to let you all take part in Keith's drug information of the week. All right. Well, I guess our drug information of the week will take us to Russia, where heroin, as we all know, is very expensive. But opioids, we all know this. Everybody know, listening, everyone, everyone listening yeah. is expensive. Heroin's expensive. So, as a substitute for an expensive drug like heroin, you could just buy opioids, which are basically you know painkillers. You could buy. In Russia, though, you don't have a lot of, like, you, you can just go into a pharmacy and get this. So what they'll do is they'll grind it up, melt it down, and mix it with paint thinner or gasoline, and then inject that. And it gives you a high like heroin. The problem is injecting gasoline and yeah. lighter fluid into your body is not good. So the drug is called crocodile because it turns your skin black gray or green and basically you necrosis and you rot from the inside out and your body turns green and scaly like a lizard or an alligator or a crocodile remember that guy that tattooed his body i don't mean to he literally has yes i absolutely do remember he from head to toe including his dick and the the tongue he (laughs) had like the the fucking (laughs) split split down the tongue yes awesome but yeah, it, and it is the I only bring this one up because it is the most lethal drug in the world. So I would imagine anything that re- requires you to inject, inject uh, fumes and you know lighter, lighter gasoline, gasoline, lighter fluid. I'm yeah, pretty sure you're dead. Yeah, it, within a year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because gangrene apparently your limbs rotting off not a good thing. <laughs> but you know who? What is a good thing? Gangrel. Gangrel. Ah, gangrel. That was nothing. That was that yeah. was a random reference. Sorry. Gangrel well, no, was, was cool. it was a pun. Yes. One of the best interests of all time. So that was the drug absolutely and perhaps the, of the, week. the intro for this yes. week. Gangrel. There we go. There we go. It's sold. Speaking of drinking blood, wasn't there a celebrity who just got outed for being a cannibal or wanting oh, to be oh, a cannibal? Oh yeah. It, it is. It is a uh, another example Fucking of crazy. If you ever watch, <laughs> I'm just going to put this out there to the world. If you've ever watched the TV show Entourage. It is the most accurate depiction of Hollywood that exists. They warned you about Jeffrey, uh, Jeff, uh, no, not Epstein, the Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. And Army Hammer, who was outed as a cannibal recently, 
was in the movie and he was portrayed as a psychopath. <laughs> well, so they were very accurate in that. I just, I, I was like, whose pillow talk consists of, hey, baby, I want to cut you up and barbecue you and eat you because that's apparently well, this fucking dude's pillow you're, talk. You were outing Danny as that's, <laughs> that is his text messages with his well, wife. Dan, I gotta go. Danny, what's the tastiest part of a human body? <laughs> Literally, I went to go into a fucking post that, and it was already, it was already yeah. gone. I don't really know how to segue out of that, so I'm just gonna move on to the next topic. Um, I was gonna say segue also into drug talk, Dynamite okay. Kid, and this is an offshoot of the Hogsman Pod. A question okay. that was asked okay. about the uh, the famous uh, how do you say that, Rojus? Uh, yeah, yes. the question was asked who'd win a fight is yes. Ray and uh, uh, J- Jack, the one who trained I, I don't Kevin know Owens. Jock. Jock. Jock so Jock was the one that knocked out Dynamite, not okay. Raymond. Okay. Raymond had a knee injury and he kept postponing the fight with Dynamite. Okay. And Raymond apparently was the tougher of the two. Because but Raymond the is boxer. the more liked one, I believe. Raymond yes. is the one I believe yes. still works for the WWE. Okay, see, I didn't know that. I think okay. he does the commentary, the French commentary. Dynamite. Oh, okay. okay. Dynamite yeah. to me always seemed like that. That right eye or left eye, Jake. That little dog with a big bark. <laughs> like I don't know that he little pit bull with a big fucking well, yeah. bark. But I mean, like I feel like a lot of guys probably could have taken Dynamite. He wasn't a big guy. He wasn't imposing. But no one tried him back then. Well, exactly. And the, the only reason it, it, it of was that. just his yeah. attitude yes. and just his reputation that kind of carried him. But I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's, I believe it's very similar to Danny. Like I don't think many people would have tried to fight Danny no. back in the day. I don't think dead people try to fight Danny now because we're all fucking adults and we don't just we don't just randomly fight with people anymore because that's no, I say I, things that I, teenagers I, do. I would, I, Danny, I just Danny got a ton of fights at school, so yeah. I just I think about the, some people have that present. I, I could see that. I think about the I think about that now sometimes, and I go, "What would it require for me to actually get into a fight with someone at thirty five years old? It would take <laughs> yeah. a lot, man, because I just yeah, think yeah. the." The idea of like fighting, I'm like that seems so stupid at this point. Like I would, I just walk away when you're being an idiot. Like that's it. Like, but now in wrestling, especially back then, like the fucking 300 days a year, you're traveling. Like you're tired of shit. You're on so many fucking dr- like. I, yeah, yeah, I you get could it. probably snap at a hair yeah. on the hairs. Yeah, and you see, but all, Dynamite you know, was young when he was getting these fights. though, right, Dynamite yeah, wasn't like he an was old man. Very young. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if because he pretty much got hurt at 25, and he kept going a little bit, but he was yeah. pretty he, much he done. He was at in, 25. His, in a wheelchair in his 30s, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, because he like, I, he died on his 60th birthday. Like he's still like you think of him as being older, you but think, he's really not. Because he looked, he was yeah. wheelchair bound. He looked terrible. But they like, say that that fight is pretty much what sent him on his downward spot well, because, because I, he never. Yeah, I mean, like once yeah, someone like Jacques Rougeau knocks you on your ass, it's like oh, that yeah. mystique is gone. Yes, people probably tried him, and he yeah. probably that didn't was try a, a lot of people after that. That was uh, completely unrelated, but that was something crazy I saw this weekend. So who did the Rams play on this weekend in the playoffs? Green Bay. Green Bay. So there was a picture of Matt LaFleur and uh, uh, Sean McVay, and they're both coaches, and they're really young. Young. McVay is like my age. And there was a picture of the two youngest coaching matchups in NFL history, and it was those two, and then it was like John Madden and someone else. And the picture of John Madden when he was thirty-five years old, yes. he they people back then looked so much so older cool. than they do now. It's like Rick Flair, yeah. yeah. His first match was like, "You are old fucking man." Who like Arn, Arn looked, Arn looked thirty, forty when he was like twenty. Who was the, who were they comparing uh, Brady to in the? They, he 
Like he, oh, had, uh, he had the oldest court, oh, quarterback, Fran Tarkenton, or something yeah. like that. But it was like forty-two. They're showing this forty-two-year-old next to Tom Brady, who looks. This guy looks sixty. Tom Brady looks twenty-eight. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my, four, like oldest quarterback to ever play in a playoff game. And like this other dude looks ancient. That's what and smoking Tom cigarettes like, will do to you, yeah. guys. <laughs> that's that's what. We'll, that's what wars and cigarettes and <laughs> injecting all kinds of weird stuff into your body back then. That's what it well, did. Yeah, and we all know like Tom Brady's like rubbing lotions on his face and shit. It puts the lotion on the how skin. Old, how old was your how old was your dad when you were born? Do you know about a Um This is this is interesting. Justin, he was eighteen, so with me twenty. Maybe nineteen. Danny's dad was seventy years old when he was born. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. But that's my point. Like, yeah, so 19, you see pictures yeah. of him at like, tw- so we'll say twenty, twenty-one. Right. Like, I don't know. Seventy's an overreaction. No, he's How old was he? Fifty. No, yeah. He, he had. A, it, uh, well, my born. mom was forty-four, so probably forty-six. Yeah. Give yeah, or take. That's crazy yeah. to think about. Like, yeah. well, no, yeah, because your sister. I remember your sister. Yeah, your sister was growing and she's out of like the house. seventeen. It's like my dad's parents. Yeah. My dad, it's my dad and my uncle Travis, and then eighteen years where it's my aunt is Justin's age. So my aunt yeah. is one year older than me. So my grandparents yeah. waited twenty years between my dad and my oldest uncle. And that's Travis. what I'm staring yeah. at right now. I'm thirty five. I'm like, if I have a kid in the next couple of years, like I'm gonna be one of those old, like seventy year old dads when my kid is like yeah. twenty. Like, and I was so used to that. Like, I remember like meeting other parents, and I'm like, damn, you're fucking young. Young, right? Because my dad, like, I, I was. I can't imagine your dad going to like PTA meetings or like school. Like, that's just because stuff. It's his dad. <laughs> no, just no, just general. Even his mom. I'm like, I could just like because there's no, like I there's could, younger parents like going like when Danny's in kindergarten. Yeah. Most of the parents that are in kindergarten, they're probably in their 30s. Yeah, yeah. I mid 30s. Danny's mom is 50 no, well, something. Like, I think it was. I was so confused when I first met him because I thought Chris was his brother, but I thought that was his grandparents. Because Chris was that was I knew it was Chris's grandparents. Yeah. So I thought you were both. Brothers, but Sherry's. And I'm like, no, that's your half brother. That's, yep. and I'm like, oh my, or, yeah, I was just not half brother. Like, no, it's not even your half brother. Yeah, that's your, your nephew. Brother, that's your nephew. Yep. Yeah, but it's like because I'm like, that's Danny's brother. Like, that's. I mean, that's what we call him. Yeah, man. but because like, my yeah. sister, like, I, I've legitimately had maybe I can think of literally five times that I've been with her. No, yeah, like, no, actually, like, you know, hung out with yep, her or whatever. It's like, like my dad with his youngest yeah. brothers. Like, it's like me and my brother. Yeah. Me and my yeah, brother yeah, are 13 yeah. years apart. We yeah. have very little when you're generations apart from yeah. your siblings. You don't my, br- like my brother is like showing me pictures of like his roommates doing like stuff with like a 3d printer. He's like, isn't this cool? I'm like, I, yeah, sure. Yeah. You can print a goddamn gun with it. It's yeah. Gonna get but really but I'm like, awesome. I, I, I'm going to have, you're going to have to hook me up with your, I'm starting your brother's get, 3d printer. Well, you, you guys, you guys would get along great. He smokes <laughs> pot. He does all this shit. So you guys would be bros. That's a thing. All right. So let's move on. Um, so over the weekend, uh, this was really random because it came out of fucking nowhere. So right before the second football game on Saturday, a commercial for the WWE came on, and it was them announcing the next three locations for the WrestleManias. And knowing the way the country is right now, none of them surprised me. No. So this year was supposed to be in L.A. Obviously not going to happen. So your inclination would be they'll probably move it to next year, right? Well, you'd be wrong because the way it looks, it's probably that's probably not. That's probably not gonna happen. So either. they say twenty twenty. They are yeah. moving this year's wrestle. They're moving last year's WrestleMania location, which didn't happen to this year. So it'll be a two night thing, April tenth and eleventh. A two nights of WrestleMania at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. They will have fans. I don't know the the yeah. exact amount yet. They said they're going to announce that mm-hmm. soon. 
Um, they then announced that the following year's WrestleMania will be in Dallas, which again will not be a problem if nothing if nothing yeah. changes from here to there. It won't matter because people can they they will let fans into that Dallas stadium for football games. They will most assuredly let them in for WrestleMania. Right. And then you're looking at 2023. Hopefully, shits back to somewhat normal, and that's when they're going to have the LA WrestleMania in 2023. Three, yeah. three, yeah. So. With the Tampa WrestleMania, um, I immediately saw that, and this is this is my inclination now. Every year, I said, "Am I going to go to that?" It's my first thought, because but then you start to think about, okay, well, if I go, where am I going to stay? How much is it going to cost? Do I have to wear a mask? Like, am I, I going to be wearing a mask everywhere? Do I want to deal with wearing a mask on a six-hour flight like it's all these things that i'm thinking about and then you know you think about okay we're getting these second round of yeah. checks so you're like okay well it really wouldn't come out of my budget too no. much are they going to be raising prices for wrestlemania tickets if they hold back seating? i believe the initial ticket sales will be normal tickets okay but i think the scalping will be through It'll the be roof crazy, yeah. this year so I either will have to get them when they go on sale, which I'm sure. And the other problem is, are they going to put these in pods? Yeah. Will I have, have to, to buy, buy a pack of multiple of, tickets? Yeah. yeah. But in that case, I think the tickets would be cheaper. Yeah. And then maybe I could convince my cousin who lives in Florida to come with me, or my cousin lives in New York to come with me. Something. I don't. But I don't know. I don't know specifically how people are feeling. Now. I know how I'm feeling right now, and that's I feel safe in myself doing these things yeah i will test myself before i go there's a chance i will have taken the gotten the vaccine before i leave because i am of the the second or third tier of people because of my diabetes that is eligible to get it i don't know how any of this shit works though do any of you guys know how this works because they're setting up all these vaccination centers and it's like okay well are you guys gonna email me? Yeah. Like, how am I supposed to know when I can go? Right. Yeah, I have no. Yeah. Like, when know. is it? Like, is it just like, all right, here, this tier can come on this date, and then do I have to like show you proof I have diabetes? Yeah. Like, I, I have no. That's not why no I'm bringing idea. this up. Um, yeah. So, this year's WrestleMania was supposed to be, I think, at the end of March, beginning of April. They moved it back about two weeks. And this is what I was wanted to talk to you about earlier, Keith, when I said I had the the uh, thing I want to talk about when it regards to WrestleMania. So they moved the WrestleMania back for a reason. Conspiracy theory brain here. Becky Lynch had her son December 7th. Yeah. Do you think there's anything to them pushing the date back so she can make the show? Yeah, I don't know. That seems like a big... Talking to the mic. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That seems like a big, yeah. Because theoretically, you could do her and Ronda this year. They were probably thinking of doing at some point anyway is ronda ready though she had a bunch Ronda's, of shit going on right ronda's like always ready. surgery i, I mean oh sure. i don't know if she had surgery i would say maybe they i know moved. she like lost her finger then i thought she had something else she happened. lost her finger uh yeah, she, she, she had like, an accident on uh didn't hear that maybe she didn't was, lose it she was still wrestling when that happened oh what okay yeah when she yeah. she was on uh that show on fox 911 or whatever and there was like a stunt she did where they ended uh, up like really cutting her finger really bad. Yeah. Where yeah. She almost lost it. No, yeah. I didn't hear that. But um, I thought she had certain, something. I, I don't know, but yeah, it, 
I've she's been completely quiet other than doing her normal wrestling fans are stupid thing, which I think is a total gimmick. I remember I don't her fall being for just it. being. I, the only thing I've read about her is her saying her saying that the worst part of WWE was the schedule and that she yeah. hated traveling. Yeah. And right now there's no travel. And I'm yeah. like, other yeah, than, it seems like now would be a great time for you to come back. I would I would personally love for her to come back. Her yeah. and Ru- I mean, her and Becky would be cool. I I I don't know about them pushing it back pushing it back for that. For that. Yeah. And my inclination would be like maybe they pushed it back to give him a little more time to build to something, but, but they're not. Building I did think shit. that Adam Pierce was going to wrestle, so yeah. why not? <laughs> it's just been a fun conspiracy theory yeah. online. I don't know if two weeks, like, but two weeks would make a difference, obviously, with a pregnant woman trying to yeah. come back. And if you saw her like pictures and videos she was posting while she was pregnant, she was still hitting the oh, gym. Yeah, she was still working out like crazy. Yeah. So she obviously has a desire to come back as quickly as possible. And now, especially with the abilities for got these people to have buses, yeah. travel with these, her kid, yeah. travel with her kid. She works with her husband and whatnot. Was Texas the one that she won the title at? That was was that the triple threat? New York. No? That was New York. Okay. That was, and that was two years ago. Okay. And then last year she wrestled Oscar in the empty building. Yes. No, no, it's, uh, Shayna. Sorry. Yes, she was already pregnant at that point. Yeah. She, I don't. I just don't think she knew it. Yet. There's not very. Yeah. There's yeah. Not so, it's one of those things. I just. It's December. December seventh is when she had the kid. So that's three months. I don't know. We'd have to ask a woman who's been pregnant. Yeah. But I. But you know, I gather every time I talk to someone who's been pregnant, I doubt that three months after they're ready to go like wrestle a match. But who knows? I, I I don't know. It's just yeah. I would I'd like think to see that. her come back. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd like to see her come back. Yeah. Yeah. Giving birth doesn't seem like it's that hard. All right. <laughs> and this is the last episode of the podcast. See you later. All the women out there, we apologize. <laughs> um, Obvious joke. Yeah, I, I hope people get it. Um, yeah. So I like I don't expect Becky to be like a surprise entrant in the Rumble because that would be a month. That would be and a little be fast, like okay. Yeah. No, I mean, but it is also technically a, ro- a Royal Rumble, and you can basically do that at like five hundred pounds didn't and fifty Bree years come back? old. Was it quick or no? No, Bree didn't wrestle for. I think it was a year. Okay, I thought it was. Sir Nikki came back, and I think they did the thing with Ronda, and that was the last thing they did. Yeah, Nikki shouldn't ever wrestle again because her neck is apparently so bad yeah. that like she could be that paralyzed. Torture yeah, rack. That too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and her terribleness. Uh, she was actually pretty good I, by the I, end I, of it. Brie was the one who never really improved, despite being married to the better wrestler. I, true, very odd. Yes. I mean, I, I'll, I would agree with that. I don't think because I Nikki was Brie, with someone Nikki she couldn't better. even see. Yeah, so how she can couldn't she even, see, even him. see him? Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Uh, Hugh can't see Hugh me. Hugh can't see me. He looks so weird, John he Cena. He's lost. So, he's him, lost all like, his muscle mass. His hair. His hair is like. I don't know. I can't even know how to explain it. It's just find a current picture like of John Cena. Bradshaw, like the old school. He, yeah. he, li- like he looks like JBL. Yeah. Oh. Um, you never would have thought. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. So my last question before we get to the match review is, does it bother you that every year we do this weird thing in the build of the Royal Rumble where guys cut these promos and then say, I'm declaring for the Royal Rumble. And then you have other guys cutting promos saying, you can't just declare. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, Another guy somebody de- else declares. <laughs> like, what's the... And then you watch the Royal Rumble sometimes, and, like, Santino Morella shows up in the yeah. women's Royal Rumble. Yeah. Or he comes in the men's Royal Rumble dressed as a woman, and you're like, 
why did he get in? Yeah. How did these people get how like what's the what's the like and this is another thing with WWE. Like they just they don't treat their fans anything. so they stupid. Yeah, They're they just, just like they don't explain. Like and they don't need. They don't feel like they need to. They don't feel like you are going to recognize that thirty seconds ago, our truth could not uh, get himself into the just declare himself <laughs> into the rumble. But Randy Orton is in the back cutting a promo where he just did that, or, and they think you're too stupid to realize the, that you're not going to notice. Or the Royal Rumbles, like. I get this was part of the storyline, but when Test was supposed to be in it and Mick Foley jumped him and entered himself into the Rumble, (laughs) despite the fact that Mick Mick Foley was in a retirement match. Yes. No, that wasn't. That was was after. No, no, no. It was. He was was technically retired, but somehow was able to get in the Royal Rumble match by just walking out. That was just him and Orton. Now, this is. Didn't Punk lose a championship this way where he got attacked? Backstage, yes, and he just wasn't yes. in the and match. And he wasn't yeah. in the match, but his title was still on the line. And he just lost a championship like that. Yeah, Curtis Axel has still not been yeah. eliminated from the 2015 Royal Rumble. <laughs> so he's so he's <laughs> the you know, longest Axelmania brother. See now that thing is my favorite. The you know the people can declare and also the he's going to WrestleMania. I'm like, but everyone's going to WrestleMania. <laughs> like we will see we will everybody. See every single one the, my my like, favorite part is in the past couple of years. Um, um, people would get eliminated from the Royal Rumble and they'd be like, and there goes his chance yeah. to go to WrestleMania. And you're like, no. it's a five-hour show. Yes. Everyone will be on it's the card. Two nights now. Which I believe, I hate it. It's one of my biggest... Pe- no, you don't all belong in WrestleMania. No. You don't. Zack Ryder doesn't need a spot in WrestleMania. It should be like a, what, seven match, eight? Uh, it should be eight, seven matches each seven night. Ma- yeah, 14 seven matches. Yeah. If you can't yeah. get in those 14 matches, you don't deserve but to the, be on the show. But the problem is with that argument is like, but Goldberg doesn't deserve to be on the show either, but they're just going to fucking call this bitch up out of retirement and throw him in the main event. So it's that's, like... That's true. All these guys can work hard. Like, someone's like, yeah, you might if... Yeah. That's true. But there, but that is also... There's people that... like. But what? no, I, 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 I would agree that, yeah, not everyone deserves to be in WrestleMania. And a lot of these yeah. guys, they put in these top spots don't deserve yeah. to be there either and I don't yeah. get that. So like yeah, like and that these are just these things that I'm just like I don't think they give any thought to this but they really should. Like so they don't go by ratings anymore or the ratings are low. So do they go by the network subscriptions or they do go no. by the ratings but they just ignore them. I wonder yeah. what metric yeah they're using though to like figure out who's Because I'm sure there are people out there that do like Goldberg and will tune in to watch him. I don't know why. I don't know but. who. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are. Because, I mean, Ryan Satin, who's co-opted by the company, he works for Fox, is basically on Twitter saying, I hope Goldberg doesn't win the title. Like, yeah, yeah. It, and that's a guy that worked for the company essentially saying this shit. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right, well. Well, because he is the guy who stomped, like, Bray's hot streak, right? Yeah. He's the yeah. one who just, yes. like, speared Bray four times and, like, ended that. I'm like, you guys just built up this great character, this great, and then Goldberg comes out of nowhere. Yeah. 50 years old, just beats him. I did see that. I don't remember where it was, but they were like, the good thing about him being on WrestleMania Bill Goldberg, by the way, pronouns, yeah. is that he only has one more match in 2021 that he has to win. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, there's a positive note right well, that, there. Well, no, like the positive note I was saying the other week, at least they learned how to use him. Like, at least this is different than his first run. At least they're not trying to have him work. He goes out there, he spears some dudes, and he's yeah, done. but they're always doing it at the extent of someone that the fans don't yeah. want to yeah. see get de-pushed. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. How come we can't make stars? Because every time they get momentum, you, you bring li- in an old dude liter- to kill yeah, him. I'm like, you literally built a star last year and then buried yeah. him to Goldberg. Like, yeah. 
So yeah, that's just, just one of those things. Like I saw a bunch of those tonight where people are just cutting promos. I'm yeah. declaring myself for the Royal Rumble. I'm like, well, what about like I you saw know, that Carl Anderson put that he was going to be in the Rumble. That's Twitter. awesome for him. <laughs> he declared he's uh, he's he had a. Uh, he was the main event of the Impact pay-per-view last week. I was going to ask, uh, how was that? They added crowd noise, which was, mm. I guess, something. But I was disappointed in the match change, obviously. But, I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, they, yeah. they had to. I don't know what happened with Alex Shelley. They have, they're still wrestling in that weird warehouse. But seeing Kenny in Impact, I guess, was yeah. cool. I haven't seen Impact. Well, since that pay-per-view we watched, whenever that was, like a two years ago, two yeah, years ago, yeah. like I haven't seen anything since. Impact yet. is that company that since I'm like, I check in every fuck. That's what it was, yeah. Moose Aries, Aries like walked out or <laughs> yeah. some shit, right? <laughs> yeah, but the pay-per-view before that was the one that we liked that had Aries versus uh, Moose. The one, the one he walked out on was him and uh, Morrison. Morrison, oh, okay, that's yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Did we watch two Impact? We watched two, yeah. Oh, my Damn. God. Yeah, because after that first one, they, they went on a bit of a hot streak where they right. got some momentum. Well, they had, then they had, what, Penta and Fifina. They have these they things every some. couple of years where they go on these little, like, runs where it's like, yeah. oh, man, people are paying attention. And then yeah. it just it's not on a TV channel yeah. people care about. It's the third or fourth company that people care about. Right. Yeah. It's unfortunate. back in the day. And it's, oh, you so watch good. some of these guys, and you can tell that some of these guys are just like, I... Don't yeah. want to work hard in front of no one, like, and I don't blame them. I no. do not blame no. them, especially guys that have been in WWE. Like, yeah. I don't blame them for that. Like, I, yeah, you you'd feel that on the indies when you go into like one of those VFW halls with no one there. Like, I the really thing. don't feel you, like yep. working. Yeah. And I remember uh, there was a uh, West Coast show where uh, Rocky Romero literally watched the crowd for the first match and then started to talk about his match yeah after he saw the way yep. the crowd was so he made a dili- uh yeah. dili- uh delineation or whatever the word is yeah on Delineate. is this crowd hot they're hot okay we're gonna do more you we're know what that is or they're dead experience yeah yeah or they're dead okay we're gonna do something basic we're gonna do a lot of work into the crowd because we don't want to bump unlike baby slim who will show up to a show late look at 200 people and go eh we're working. We're not working hard tonight. I don't care what match you plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always get to take my shot. Yeah, you know what? New Wave gets Jack. a lot of fucking credit for me because they had some fucking a lot of people. They had big shows. They, they, they I don't know what crowds. the fuck they did. I don't know either. But they, they pre-sold. Yeah. They, they all companies sent us all, all out. We, yeah. All companies pre-sold. Like they, so did co- it, they did it in a really a shitty way where they gave us all like five tickets and yeah. said you have to sell them or we're not running a show. Ooh, and they had like 15 that. students yeah. and we all went it's like hey we have 100 people coming because this guy sold 10 because i know socal pro like towards the end like they were running a lot of like they had a lot of people there well they were bro- they were booking like yes, big yeah. up i mean i don't care what was it la parka i don't care yeah. about that kind of but i'm like if it Bring draws some, the fans yeah. out there yeah they brought jeff jared in for a show yeah My world. Oh. i wonder what jeff jarrett charged on the indies I'm like yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of Jeff Jarrett stories out there. None of them. Somehow good. that guy always finds himself in such good positions. All right, so different let's, angles. What different angles? Sure, Karen Angle. Hey, literally stole a guy's wife and it somehow got more power in the company. He yeah. Worked for. <laughs> Whatever. All right, uh, let's get to the match review. 
All right, so I watched it tonight. Danny, when did you watch it? Uh, I saw you Friday, so maybe Thursday. Okay. Maybe. Okay. And Keith watched I think it, it was Thursday tonight, night. I believe. I watched it tonight, yeah. Um, so this was from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. I think it yes, was. because I confirmed with him that was the right match. <laughs> Keith, <laughs> Keith had to do the same I thing. I did the same thing too, yeah. Uh, I believe the I believe it was 2015 is when the match happened. 2015. Yes. 2015. So what was the bell to bell time? Did you do it again this week? I did not because I watched it in a package. Okay. But I believe it was 22 uh, minutes. It's about a 20 minute match. Okay. Um, I know none of you watched the build up before. I'm sure none of you watched the promo package before the match. I did not because no. of. Uh, but the promo package was basically uh, accentuating what they've pretty much always done with Bailey, and. Basically made it look like she's the forgotten one. Yes. She's the, the underdog. She's the, the, the forgotten man. one in the four horsewomen. Yes. Um, to me, the match. I still thought the match was excellent. Still stood up to me. It's probably the one of the best, if not the best, women's match that's I was ever happened. Yeah, probably. It was better than because uh, I I told you I saw it maybe you know maybe two times other than yeah. you know the first time. I think I made you watch it the next day. Yes. Because yeah. we watched SummerSlam together and I yeah. said, Can you come in early and watch this one match? Yeah. And it was and it was great then, but yeah. like watch it it definitely holds up like because me and you are on the same page with women's wrestling. He's talking to Keith, by the, the way. Yes, yes. Yeah, no. Talking to Keith, by yeah. the way. Um and I I don't I don't, I don't know the whole thing of like the opportunity to did they have the opportunity to do that back then like Trish right. and Lita was fucking awesome back then but it was a different era it they was didn't have talented women they no. didn't have and they didn't very, have very, they do very, they, they yeah. didn't even treat them the same way like no. they needed to be trained or needed to even know how to wrestle so like, I can't like I can't blame the women for that no. because I blame the company yeah. because there were some very awesome women's wrestlers back then um, but it's great to see like them actually given an opportunity to do so because they do have a lot of the negative connotation not so much anymore but well we, when i think of women's wrestling I, I the thing that stood out in that match is i looked at them like the thing they're doing that most women matches don't do is they're literally selling out yes completely yeah yeah like most of the men do in most matches everything they're doing they're going 100 percent. they're yep. diving there the selling they're, was my they're, they're like they weren't wrestling like women they weren't like doing yep. like an ass bump in the corner yeah, because yeah. that's what I got to do because that's my fin like the Bronco Buster. No, they're yeah, like yeah. trying to wrestle. They're doing real moves there, like and they're executing at a high level too. And that was yes, what you have to do obviously to have a great match. Bailey selling is just fucking yeah. superb. Like the, the, whole the crowd also again second week in a row yeah. with the crowd yeah. really made the match. They were into it from the from get go. The sec, yes. Like they like, hadn't yeah. even done anything and the crowd was going crazy. And I yeah. was like, so but that just shows you they had a great build. Yeah, I didn't I, even need to. I watch was going to bring build. that up. So the build, this is the build for the match. So again, they brought up the four horsewomen thing and how Bailey was the underdog and whatnot. So to build up to this match, Bailey had broken her hand. She yeah. came back. The first thing that she did was she wanted to wrestle Charlotte, and she beat Charlotte, and then she beat Becky to become the number one contender. So in the process of getting to this match, she's running through the other oh, horsewomen, yeah. right? Which wasn't like a thing known ever to everybody until after this match, really. But yeah, that was um, 
Again, storytelling. Uh, story and, and they do NXT, great. simple, yes. simple storytelling and here. you can tell I didn't have to watch anything before, and I could tell she had an injured hand yes. because yes. they did the injury angle through the match. They played yes. that through the match. And they, they didn't overdo it. They, did, they, no. didn't, they didn't rub it in your face no. that she has a, she has a broken no, pain, my God! They, they, she ripped the cast or the brace off. She kicked it into between the stairs. Like, she just did simple stuff so, like, you're playing off of something else. Yeah. Like... I will say I've been very, uh, very critical of Sasha in the past. I'm talking mostly careful, to Adam because he knows that. Careful, uh-huh. the Sasha, the Sasha Hive on Twitter will come after us. Good, oh, no. do it, and we will no, But I'm warning you: do, like, not, do not, do, do not, not, don't bury this podcast yeah. before it even. She begins. reminds me of Eddie. Like yeah, super yeah. hit or miss. But that's that's super hit or miss. And she would take that as a compliment because that's her favorite wrestler. Yeah. But I, I mean, I've been more critical because of like the the risks that she takes. She's she's done a lot less of that recently. Yeah, I yeah. Say, no. What I, I would Other say, than, she bumps yeah. hard. Like in that match, she's, yeah. bu- she's bumping hard. Like on, yeah. she reminded me of you. Like the way, like you'd take yeah. like a punch and you'd literally yeah. bump your hardest for like just simple things. Like, but just and tell, that makes the other person yeah, look so yeah. good. Just, Her body has changed dramatically oh, yeah, too yeah, since yeah. then. She's yeah. bulked up a lot. I was gonna say, I yeah, that, I I was, say Bailey's has two. Not Bailey looks great. Does she now? Yeah, Bailey looks great. There's a point where I remember Bailey. She's kind of getting pudgy, and I'm like, oh my god, she looks really good. She's she's always had kind of like abs and stuff, which the other ones really haven't. Yeah. No, but but my my criticism was not oh she's not good like that's like I I never said she wasn't like it's just I always thought that her the attitude uh, thing. There's no other. I've said that more match. No, I know in the match. I I know where you're getting at though, but but more so in the match. I'm like I don't know if the risk like what does they say like outweigh the reward type of thing the risk versus reward yeah and I'm just like with her I'm like god you were gonna get fucking hurt and but with her I'm like the talent is there it's just I wish you'd fucking so, reel that so I mean, of all the people in that match though when Bailey did that freaking yes, uh, the super yeah. hurt Corona, I thought she fucking yeah. was gonna kill her yeah. like she you know, I'm just like so, spiked herself I think you could probably do this better than Keith can but give me your quick uh, rankings of the horsewomen okay I was gonna ask you this as well um, I would say are we talking about overall ring? What? Uh, overall, your enjoyment of things. them in ring, okay. everything. Um, I'd say Charlotte, Becky, Bailey, and Sasha. Okay. Do you have Do you have one or? I yes, know. I would probably go Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, Bailey. Bailey, Becky, Sasha, Charlotte. Yeah. Bailey's the all of Bailey's, are, all Bailey's, of the, are compl- Bailey's the best worker of the. But all. here's the thing: they're all she's still- she's the one that gets she's the one that gets wrestling better than anyone. Yeah, and if you watch that awesome interview with her, it's yes. no, it's it's so. I still apparent. have to watch that. Yeah. You, it's she's she's so smart. Yeah. She gets it. She's been a heel recently. She's very good at that. Yeah, Becky's awesome. She's good with her character. I think Charlotte is the most overrated women's wrestler that I, ever existed. I mean- what I've seen, Every, she's still she's she's really crisp when it comes to things that are athletic. Yeah, but when it comes to everything in between, she's still way too sloppy for me. For someone that's been doing this as yeah. long as she's been doing yeah, it, but I still see her like going longer than any of the others. Yeah, but so you I can, think but, she'll get better yeah. over time. The problem with her is, can you think of off the top of your head? Can you think of a match that she's had that is at the level of this match? No, that but, is memorable to you. No, but I could do that with like a Kevin Owens. Like I wouldn't be able to pick out a favorite. You know, like oh, what's the standalone Kevin Owens match? 
And I'm not picking him. I'm just saying an example. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is fucking awesome, but I couldn't yeah, tell you I the one match. Yeah, pay, I couldn't pay. That's Randy I Orton. I couldn't. I fucking love Randy Orton, but I couldn't tell you what is the one match. Orton and Mick Foley. Uh, it's probably him and Michaels at Survivor <laughs> Series. Yeah. Come on, I'm not where, Mike, where you couldn't do the super kick. <laughs> yeah. That's a match I'd send anyone to yes, if they wanted yeah. me to. They want to oh, pick a Randy Orton match. I'll yeah. tell me, okay, watch him and Michaels. Yeah. And then people be like, well, it's Michaels. It's, and that's what it always goes to. Like, it was, it's the, the other guy. Yeah. It's other, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, I still like Charlotte. Yeah, I don't have yeah. a problem with Charlotte, but I think overall, just in terms of if I was picking the four of them and I wanted to watch a match. It would be in that order. Yeah, I don't think she should have been fucking. What is she? Thirteen time already, or whatever it is. Oh, She's really? had the women's title way too it's many fucking times. Fucking ridiculous. See, I'm two years ago in my women's wrestling, so my women's wrestling is when Becky was on top yes. during her hottest period. Yeah. Bailey was doing nothing. She was just kind of around, yeah. like she wasn't even teaming with Sasha yet. This is right before Sasha had her little meltdown and left. So it's yeah. like I haven't seen any women's wrestling in like two years. <laughs> And I'd say for me, I'm really close for because I really it's unfortunate with Becky because I fucking loved Becky. And then like she got too big and like it knocked her down a it peg. Down. And, and I hate saying that because I like I always enjoyed her work. Like I was like, she's one of the top women's like re- like her yeah. story is fucking great. But like she got almost too big to where I'm like, uh, now everyone likes you. Everyone like, always, I mean, everyone. Coming. I think yeah, everyone always liked her. We're just talking about the yeah, four horsewomen, like, women, right? Like obsess, yeah. obsessing, like, oh, she's the next Oscar. Well, to be fair, yeah. I don't I think, think I, I don't think that there's other than Oscar. I don't think there's another woman in the company on their level. I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably I don't think Oscar anyone touches Oscar above a lot of them too. Just yeah. from what I've from seen. what I've seen of Oscar, yeah. I've again. I haven't she could seen have done nothing in two last two years. I haven't seen enough of the NXT women. Yeah, I don't really like Alexa's whatever. No, Alexa's not good. No. Carmella's she's not good either. Yeah, no, they're no, fine. Yeah. I mean, they're fine, but they're not. No, good. I, I literally not. watched the, just to put in hindsight that match, and then I watched like just a GIF that came across my screen of uh, I think it was Carmella and Charlotte in just like thirty seconds from I think Raw. Did they wrestle on Raw? They're no. on two different brands. Two different so. brands. I don't remember who it was. It was just there, and I'm just like it looked so terrible. It was Carmella and somebody. I thought it was Charlotte. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't know. But your ranking, there's no, and not just yours, Adam, but the rankings themselves. There's nothing bad with being the first. Does my ranking surprise you at all? No, Charlotte's to the bottom. I, I no, but the, my top. No, would you have predicted that Bailey would have been the one I'd put to the top? Uh, no, I, I would have said Becky probably. Yeah, and I would yeah. have thought that too. But I just I watched and if that she was match around for the last year or however you know long. No, I still out. think I I, I yeah. that match to me. Is always in the back of my mind when I'm yeah. thinking of what I rank these these women at. I always think of this match because I'm yeah. like, I remember watching that match and the way I felt watching that match yeah. and just like, there are very few matches that I will sit and watch where it's the it's the yeah. opposite of what I did in Arizona where yeah. I'm literally standing up yeah. going, oh my fucking god, that finish. Is yeah. is so fucking awesome the reverse Arana yes, yeah. and the way she just fucking pulls her hair and just yeah. revs up and does the thing and the the cover she's great cover by the way yeah, yeah. great pin people really don't think about that no, when, they, no. when they with pinfalls and shit like, I mean nuts. if only she did her belly to belly overhead. 
I know that's Keith's yes. least favorite belly to belly. <laughs> I, mean, I, agree, I, I, agree. I literally can't stand it. I, I don't agree. know what I don't know what you're fucking doing. You're as long as it looks good, though. I did like the block from Sasha, though, where she what? she blocked the Bailey to belly. What is it? Bailey to belly. Whatever. Bailey to, yeah. Bailey yeah. to belly. But she belly blocked belly. the first one, and then like they maneuvered back into the into it again. Yeah, I don't know what happened on the Huracurana spot where Bailey fell. Yeah. I think Sasha was supposed to push her, but she yeah, never actually Like the did. taker dive from the week prior? I think, yeah. Every time I see that, I'm like, oh, shit. I like, like, no, I think like, yeah, she's going to land scary. right I think she got, yeah. yeah. It, see, like, I watched that match, though, and of the two, I thought Sasha was more impressive. Than, I think they're obviously both were yeah. impressive because it takes two people, but I came away from that match more impressed with Sasha and than this Bailey. Is, and this is why I think that this happens. Uh, not necessarily with you, but with a lot of people. People always come away impressed in the match from the person who does the high spots. So Sasha yeah. in that spot right. match did the dive. She took the she reverse took the Rana. Reverse Rana. She, she took the. She, she, she bumped, bumped like, like crazy. Like, yeah. But you, but you, you always take away. You're impressed by the bumps. For me, it goes back to Omega Okada. You look at Omega in those matches. You're like, well, he's the fucking standout. But I guess yeah, the, flat, the Okada last year guy is yeah. always going to be the one shining. Bailey's but you selling that. is what makes that match incredible. Bailey's selling is the selling the putting the hand in yes. the thing, and she put her. And they they did it so. It didn't look stupid because usually yeah, when you put yeah, yeah. like you do the you do the tree of, and the tree of woe spot they yes, did yeah, where yeah. she was trying to pull herself up before yeah. she did the thing, the, the elbow the and elbow, I'm like yeah. I like that I hate when people just sit there yeah. like they're take like the double stomp off the second off the top rope when they're when they're sitting there holding the ropes oh, like holding, an idiot. yeah 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 well that's why I like how Bailey does hers and I'm wondering why people don't do a double stomp like that where they lay them in yeah. between the yeah. like that's that's very um, clever yeah. and then you you did say I want to. Get a uh, Bailey is the most complete worker. You did say that. In my opinion, Bailey, I, I do agree Bailey with that. Mike work. Yes. Uh, pre, uh, Sasha has the best presence, but character yeah, yeah. wise, just she's Probably knowing she, she's a good utility. Yeah. She has yeah. everything that you'd want. She can be a great heel. She can obviously be an amazing baby face yeah, yeah. because she was for so long, and her her working like the way she yeah. works like selling like when they put her hand in the corner and she's like trying to wriggle out like yeah. she's not just standing there waiting for her to stomp her hand yeah. she's trying to get her hand out but she can't which you believe because if you look at those steps yes they're heavy they are you're like oh man i can't show yeah. obviously she can't move her hand they take the cast off they add to that the spot where sasha has her in the bank statement she's stomping yeah. on her hand that's yeah. awesome that's very yeah See, I'm trying to think of a comparison that I would why I put Bailey so like this. She's like the Cena. She knows what she's the hand. She knows. How I know. To I know. I know what it is. She's bland looking. Bla- oh no, it's not. A, she's bland. she's a bland. I, no, I've never cared if you look. No, no, no. But no, but you, you don't care. But there is an aspect of your brain that that matters to you, where you look at her and she's very well, plain looking. She's a very She's a very normal looking. She's a very normal looking woman. So you're like, eh. <laughs> That was fucking mean. Um, but yeah, that's it's Bailey always comes off that way. She, I guess it's the Bret Hart thing. Like yeah. Bret, Bret Hart, Hart is a, not impressive to yeah, me. Yeah, that's actually a really. But good Bret one. Hart is when given the opportunity was very good at being a good character and being. A, but in Bret, no one doubts Bret's working ability. Yeah. I just think that like if I wanted to have someone train me out of the four of them, it would probably be Bailey. Yes, because yeah. I think Bailey would teach. Every aspect, the fundamentals. The fundamentals. Yes. Whereas I think Charlotte would be the one who's like, I don't know everything, so this is what I know. Yeah. Where she do the you, thing. You would, you would want to think that Charlotte, just growing up around the business, would like 
but Charlotte wasn't most, interested in being yeah, in the business exactly. up until five years ago. Yeah. So it's Charlotte didn't grow up asking Rick questions about wrestling, which that in itself speaks to the work ethic from her. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Bailey she, seems like she the wasn't most even, committed. She's, the, she's she, probably yeah. the, the most. My problem with Charlotte is not anything to do with her. Uh, work ethic or yeah. any of that it's just out of the four of them yeah. she's the one i prefer the but least like i was saying there's nothing wrong with and that, that could be because she's literally being shoved down yeah. her throats in the women's division yeah. like that's the thing charlotte I've, doesn't need to have the title every no. time she's around so i think she's the one i've seen the most of it and of course and it's like yeah she does the corkscrew moonsault but other than that she's like she's so charlotte's best match to me that's all i remember from <laughs> the mania in dallas with her that becky was a triple and, yeah the, her becky yeah. and triple, uh yeah. Sasha. Yeah. That was probably Charlotte's best match that I could think of. Um, I was about to make a Nia Jax jokes and then I just decided not to. Yeah. I really did like her and Natty from NXT. I know we've had, that was a good match too. That was a good match too. Yeah. That was no, that was the first time I think, I think I told you this too. I think that was the first time I watched a women's match ever and was like, Oh yeah, there's an, they can actually, cause every, every, even in AEW now, when the women come on, I skip it because I don't, I've seen all of them, and invested. I don't. Yeah. I don't like any of them. There's, there's. Uh, I like Britt Baker. She's yeah. good, but she's wrestling Nyla Rose, and no. Um, she's wrestling Nyla Rose. She's wrestling um, Ukaro Shida, who I have no investment in. She just looks like Kyrie Sane in all her movements and all her moves. I'm sure she's way more impressive than that. I should give these people a chance, but I just it's. Might I have so much free time and I don't want to waste it on something? I'm like, what if this sucks? Well, for me, like I didn't watch the entire the was it the May Young Classic or I didn't watch any. Like of that. I, I think I watched the semi then the final. I think, um, but and that was great. What the two matches I watched, but I didn't sit through the whole. Ter- I think I watched. I'm not. I, I think I watched the one that Shayna was in the first one. Yeah, Shayna and. Uh, Oh, I'm afraid. I like Shayna too. Shayna's another. I like I, Shayna I think too. She's awesome. Some people that she she can have boring matches, and that's true. But I still think for someone who wasn't in the business no. a couple it's years ago, someone she's very bringing good. a different style to women's yes. wrestling, and, and like that's like, desperately like that. needed. People don't like it. It's desperately needed. You need to have to like. I'm like okay. I, I might make fun of Naya, and I hate her, but at least you need that also. That yeah. the big man or big woman quote unquote style. I just wish she knew anything about wrestling ever. I just wish she ever. didn't suck so Yeah, I just wish she didn't suck so much. Um, but yeah, so a couple other th- notes I put for the match. Uh, I like Bailey's Dusty gear. That was cool. Yes. Yep. Uh, I think Dusty had just passed away yep. February of that year. So this is August you're talking about. So he, he passed when we were in Japan, when Devin and I were in Japan. I remember. Because I remember reading was, the fucking yeah. text and, go, and like sitting there and like Devin and I were both like, what the fuck? Like, so I, I'm, so that was June, maybe? Maybe, yeah. I'm trying I think, to think. I, May or June? Because it, it literally happened on the day of a, of a pay per view, a WWE yeah, yeah, pay per view. Yeah. I don't remember which one, but I, yeah. I remember the pre show and just watching Renee Young just yeah. cry. Yeah. Like, she it couldn't was, get through it. It was like, that was a hard one, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, in I don't, the yeah, because I don't, that wasn't like one yeah. of those long. You didn't have a disease or anything. Or it just it came, it out just kind of came out of nowhere. Didn't yeah. he fall or something? I don't want to. I don't speak remember incorrectly I, of it. But I just, yeah, I just remember being like yeah. that came out of nowhere. I just remember, I remember like laying there on the fucking cot in Japan, and like that, that was one that like literally. Show, it was like the uh, Luke, uh, the Brody Lee thing. 
like you read it and you're just fucking shocked like because you're not expecting that no now dusty's older obviously but and you there see no, all the there was you, no yeah there's no precursor you like, see yeah, all the old videos of him like before that and you're like he got really skinny so yeah, i don't yeah, know yeah. what yeah. happened i don't it, know yeah if, it could have been something like because there's like with luke harper's she's blanking on his name sorry like you, he had he'd been in the hospital for three weeks, but no one yeah. knew, so it yeah. still was going to take everyone by surprise. His, so like it, Dusty, something could have been going on yeah. with Dusty, no one knew about it, so it still was going to take everyone. Brody, by surprise. Brody's wife, by Brody, the way, has sorry. said on Instagram or something that she will eventually explain what happened. Sure, yeah. But people are doing that thing where they're reporting. Yeah, and I'm just like, come on, guys! Like, it's, yeah. stop! It's this isn't this isn't a thing to speculate about. No, no, it's no. so tasteless, and I hate yeah. all of it. But anyway, so uh, this match, I'm gonna give it a five. Uh, that because it's still a five to me. Five. I mean, yeah, I think it's the best women's match I've seen ever. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, five like that. So last week, it. Keith put I think Danny and I back to back weeks have done five. Yeah. Keith last week was a four point seven seven five. Yeah. Just because I was being I'm gonna I'm gonna put So it in, does I'm a hurricane on a botch? No, I mean I don't even think that? that not a botch, but yeah, you know. I mean, it wasn't I think, really a botch. Yeah, I don't know how I describe that. Yeah. If Sasha just puts just her hand up and does just, this, yeah. then it doesn't look I like mean, a botch. It was just it was yeah. a different match because I mean a lot of the four point seven five from Taker two is I wasn't like way into the first ten minutes of the match either. It was just one of those just the way it So this match grabbed you from the beginning. Well yeah, because the crowd was immediately there. Like I mean, it's an arena so you can actually hear them. And they just kind of I mean, I I'm of that style, like you either wrestle you start right away, but I don't like the little big man, little man dynamic. The cat and mouse. Cat again, and mouse, again, like, this is a match that but I, mean, I really, really wish I was there for yeah, like, live. Yeah. It's like a match that, like, oh man, I wish I had seen this live because I feel like I'd have a. Now, before like taking you back to when it happened, were you at all expecting that? Like when the match was like announced? No, no. like no. I idea. I didn't. I, I I assumed it would be good. Yeah. I didn't assume that after the match, I'd literally be like, yeah, I'm not going to say crying is not the word. I'm trying to come up with a term for it where it's like, you're not crying, but like something like at the end when they're all in the ring together and they're all kind of crying, it's like that moment where you're like, man, like, and there's like that one tear that comes out. It's kind of giddy. It's kind of giddy. You're happy for them. It's, it's the, when I, I literally turned on the match and during Bailey's entrance, like I literally got the emotion before yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing even started because I know what's coming. Yeah. And it sounds so stupid, but I can't like I can't quantify because like I, I'm not I don't cry. Yeah, yeah. I'm not like a crier, but like there are moments that make you go, damn. Like that there's got, got yeah, there's got, 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 got me. There's gotta <laughs> got, be a word when your eyes start watering, yeah. yeah. It's and it's yeah, it's not I don't know crying, what the word is, yeah. But like it's it's the best way I can describe it is yeah. like the emotions of it all, and you're just like, man, like and then the match, and you're just like and yeah. that's something that if you're just a fan, quote yeah. unquote, you watch every once in a while, you probably don't get that investment, so you're not going to get that yeah. payoff. Like, yeah, I, I, for me, I'm like that when when Triple H comes back when he makes that entrance after the torn, like every fucking time. Yeah, I too. can see it me too. twelve times in a row, and every single time I I get taken immediately back. I to I will forever, no matter what happens, I will root for both of these two women forever because of this match because the way that match made me like invested in them like I like 
people have their issues with Sasha. It is what it is. But when she was on the Star Wars thing this year, I was so fucking happy for. I'm so happy well, for anybody to get yeah. away from yeah. that fucking company. That's great. Like I know that she likes wrestling yeah. and she loves wrestling and she wants to do that. But, but like the point is to the, and now yeah. she's she's a part of this Star yeah. Wars thing and that's, she is going to be on that show again. And she wasn't terrible yeah. in her role. That's awesome. I don't know yeah. how much acting experience she has, but like obviously, like and she got the role. Why not wrestling? It wasn't yep. even from wrestling. No. John Favreau, who writes the show and directs the show, had no fucking idea she was a wrestler. So, like, and even it, better. And it was so stupid. WWE didn't promote it at all yeah. <laughs> on the show. Her, well, because they didn't help her get it. So yeah, why on, would they? <laughs> on the show and the credits, her real name, Mercedes Varnardo. Yeah. That's the name. It doesn't and she say, goes by that now yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, right? it doesn't say AKA. So I, yeah. A lot of them do that. Like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Carmella does it too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like Leah Von Dale, whatever her fucking name is. But yeah, like. WWE just pretended like one of their wrestlers wasn't in yeah. fucking Star Wars. Yeah. Like, it's so dumb when it's when it's not them. It's like who cares? Like when yeah. C- when the new Fast and the Furious comes out, I wonder if they're even to fucking acknowledge that scene is in it. Scene, yeah. yeah. Scene is like the villain. Like, and yeah. it's a big fucking box office movie. Like, you need to promote this shit. It you need to promote when these wrestlers are in your, Star Wars. Your wrestlers are moving on to bigger things, even I, if they're moving on. And I think that has a lot to do with it. I think Vince is seeing the Cena thing and he's like oh not again not again well yeah, yeah, yeah. of course yeah Rock yeah. S- Cena and anytime like any of these guys Sasha starts picking up even the smallest thing he's gonna see that as a sign like no her too they're well, all gonna I think leave that's for re- a wrestling well, thing what too do you, what do you think you're, you're gonna get when you turn your show into acting and also I don't know yeah. I don't. I mean, they're know all gonna wanna stop and become actors to it's this, easier to this day I still don't know the full story behind the WrestleMania Sasha thing, the whole uh, where she left, where she, where Ryan sat and reported that they threw temper tantrums on the floor after losing uh, the tag titles. Yeah, I believe that was proven to be untrue. I think she was having some. That sounds like such horse. She it, she did have it something like that happened. Editorializing yeah. a temper tantrum for her throwing the title and saying some shit and walking. And out. I think it's and so that st- is a temper tantrum. Exactly. And you know what's so dumb about that is when Brock Lesnar does it, he's badass. Yeah. yeah. But when Sasha does it, she's a she's a bitch uh, and it's like I don't I don't want to get into the whole yeah. sexist shit no, well, no I don't think it's it, a definite standard that's held when men do something and when women do something but no I feel the same way like if a guy's like oh I'm not going over fuck that I'm leaving when Austin did I'm like well that's kind of a bitch move yeah yeah. but I'm like if yeah I'm like so I'm like I don't I don't think like Brock's like oh he's a man he said no I'm not losing and he I'm threw like, the belt no, at Vince you fucking- yeah, he threw the belt at Vince after yeah. a shitty match and I was like See, everyone that's thinks a, that's so that's cool if different. she did that he'd be like oh but she's a, a diva that's a little different yeah. than throwing my belt down because I'm not winning than going that shit I could imagine myself I, having had shitty matches coming yes. back like oh fuck this throw that at him start yelling at that fucking su- I've done it before oh, yeah. just walking well, Brock back has that thing that he can literally do anything and, in the fucking world he wants Brock, and it exactly. doesn't matter Brock owns Vince now Sasha and 98% of the other, the population could not get away with no. that by the way regarding Brock Lesnar before we sign off and Keith announces his pick there was a very interesting uh, reference on Talking Smack this week to Brock Lesnar so the Kevin Owens Roman Reigns match is happening yeah. So Owens and uh, Heyman did a promo where it was such it was kind of a shoot where where Owens was like, "How many times when you're when you were the executive director of Raw did you run to me to save your show?" And Heyman was like, "A lot." And they did this whole thing, and he's like, "How many times over the last couple of years did I tell you I wanted to wrestle Brock?" And you were like, "I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen." 
very much seems to me like if Brock is coming back, that's the match. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. So I thought it was a little weird that I they, hope even, they give him shit to do. I, I, I thought it was a little weird they even acknowledged Brock yeah. at this point because they really haven't. Haven't. Yeah. That was the first time I was like, that's weird. And since Mania, right? When he lost? Yeah. Has he hasn't been, been on TV. He hasn't been referenced. I don't even know if he's signed. No one knows if he's even signed. Um, but yeah, like I thought that was really weird. And I was like, that's interesting. That'd be cool. I feel like that would if be. If they do it right. I feel like yeah. that would be good if they gave him a little bit of offense. Like yes. I don't think Owens is going to beat Brock, but no. I think. I think that's one of those matches that I would really like to see. I had an amazing dream, by the way, oh. off shooting off Brock. I had a dream last night. I lost all my teeth. Doing oh, doing that was really the scared the shit out of me. Jerking off Brock. What? Jerking off Brock. It was Jerking basically Brock me teeth. convincing Vince that me and Brock should headline a pay. It wasn't WrestleMania, <laughs> and I was like, Vince, he's gonna throw me around like a fucking. And I was like selling it to Brock, and Brock's like, Well, of course I'll fucking work you. I'll fucking pick you up with the pinky and like I'll and throw you around, the sure. fucking lead up. Like, and it was like it was like a multiple week. Like, Vince, I need to talk to you, Vince, 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 Vince. And in the dream, I'm th- I'm like, Dude, he has these week long awesome. dreams that he's about to work. <laughs> and I probably only slept like fucking ten minutes, right? <laughs> but, but we ended up going, and like the match was like accepted. Okay, you could do this, and like, like Vince is like, you can do this, but it, it has to be done this way. And Brock like looked at me and fucking winked, and he's like, we're not doing that fucking shit. And I was all fucking like juiced up and shit. Great dream. And then Great I fucking dream. woke up. Yeah. And then, then the match never happened. All right, so we're running a little long, Sorry. so we'll get to uh, Keith is going to announce his pick for his match next week that he will be uh, demanding that we watch. Demanding. Well, I mean, I did a little different than you guys where you picked matches you've seen before. Ah. What I decided to do was go through the list of best matches of 2020 and okay. see what stuck out to me as a match that I would be interested in seeing. So I haven't seen it. So I've chosen the Young Bucks versus the Revival from Full Gear. Five-star rated match by okay. one Dave Meltzer. Like third or fourth highest rated match. So we'll see. I will give you the information, Danny, that Thank you require. I, I had so to that run that by him it. beforehand sure. to see uh, if we could even watch uh, this It is on the Fight TV app, which I'm sure you can okay. get on Ro- the Roku. Yeah. I think it's probably already on there because you have my ro- old Roku. So uh, That will be the match that we will okay. be talking about and reviewing next Good week. Uh, I have not seen it. And then Danny will have his uh, pick the following week for that. So I wanted to ask you, do you guys want to do, for these picks, do you want to have like topics? Like... You want to like, like for instance, the next round would be best live match you've ever seen and pick that. Or best match of, like we wouldn't do this, but like best Royal Rumble because the Royal Rumble's coming up. Yeah, like, yeah. Stuff like that where we are picking, but we are, it feels it kind of be pigeonholed, but like pigeonholing like this type of match. See, it might now, be easier than just, yeah, saying just pick a match because then I have to like think. Yeah. About. See, I, I was thinking initially what I would do is so for example I picked Taker and Michaels and then to offshoot off that pick a match from uh, like one of them like okay. uh, like a Michaels match so like because we talked about oh well that's Taker's best match but is that Michaels type of right. thing so the, okay, but yeah. that also multiple weeks yeah. but by then it's three weeks past so because I already know that my next pick is probably going to be I have a, like a couple I'm thinking about okay. and they're all going to be matches I was there for Okay. So I don't know if, but that pigeonholes you guys a little bit because you haven't been to as many shows as I've been to. No, but I, could, I mean, point. I could still easily do it. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I think I think the problem would be you guys might pick one of the same match. The same no, one, I, th- yeah. I feel like I could go. I mean, if we could go like more off the wall PWG. 
I mean, yeah, I can. There's there's an app that I can get that has all the PWG shows, so you could do that too. But we'll see. We'll get. We we'll see. When we'll yeah, get maybe there. we should have like rounds, like so, like you know, these are the random matches that we picked, and then after that, it could be okay, a match of certain significance or a match you there live or something like that. Yeah, like give up. So or we'll, it's fucking WrestleMania month, so let's pick a match. Okay, well, from since you're the next one to pick, would you want to do best live match you've ever seen? Yeah, or one of the best because I don't, I don't a have good one live in mind. match you've yeah, seen. I don't have one in mind. Okay, so yeah, so, yeah we'll that's that. what we'll do. So Danny will pick a live match that he's been to that he enjoyed. So yes. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. Good talk. Um, Indeed. You, yeah. The, this is our this is our longest one so far. So if you made it through, thank you. Uh, I should say this in the beginning because. People are probably not listening at this point, but like, subscribe, leave a review, follow us on Twitter at randomcast. Follow me at Adam JMPA, Rick Ellis eighty eight, and don't don't follow. look up Keith's Twitter. Don't follow me. You'll find a cavalcade of just lovely sentiments by Keith. I tried to rename it Creed Thoughts, my account. I could not Keith rename thoughts. my Twitter account. Keith Thoughts. Keith, Keith Thoughts. thoughts. And then if it requires you to put a number, you just do Keith Thoughts. 69. 69, uh. eh? All right. Well, thank you for listening. Um, we made it four weeks in, guys. We did it. Danny was able to get here again. It's impressive. Impressive. Uh, we will do it. Even if there's a week Danny can't make it, we will find a way, whether it's just Keith and I watching the movie Tenet and then talking about it. Which I think should happen, by the way. I, I actually, let me. That was my. I attempted to, instead of pick a wrestling match this week, pick Tenet. So I could actually have a reason to sit down and watch a movie. I would like <laughs> if I can't make it for whatever reason, or Keith can't make it, or whatever. Like, Keith will yeah, always if be I here. could make Keith it. Will always for be it to, to continue. Like, even if it is just two of I think it would be good. But, there, but it's at a point now where if, if the reason is you just can't come here, we have ways of recording we with you still. Yeah. Or yeah, I do zoom on my phone. I'm yeah. assuming you can do that. Do okay. you have a laptop? No. Okay, well you can do it on your phone then. We'll figure it out. Just borrow Donna's mom's laptop. She can get off Facebook for an hour. I don't think so. <laughs> and she'll probably Not be in bed by one o'clock times, now. No, no, she sleeps now. No. All right. Well, that's enough uh, of that. Uh, thank you guys again for doing this. The two thank of you. you. And to the two of you listening at home, thank you for yes, listening. Yes, uh, Sarah will be visiting, so maybe she will be on the episode next week. However, I doubt it because I don't know if Danny, I, know I don't think Danny, well, they're leaving on the 27th now. Ah. Um, but I don't know if she's going to want to come over here at one in the morning to do a podcast. Nope. I mean, it is this podcast, though. It's a pretty special occasion it, it, for her. I can't even think of a worse podcast to do, but I can't wait to do another shitty podcast with both of you. Hit it, Chris Pratt. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing. You trade your legs for angels' wings. And once we've all said goodbye, Take a running leap and you learn to fly Bye, bye, little Sebastian Miss you in the saddest fashion Bye, bye, little Sebastian 
Spread your wings and fly, spread your wings and fly. 